page rep before. And Good evening, folks, and we welcome you in. We apologize for the late delay getting on uh, on uh, getting on track here, I should say, for the MI6 Sports Network's NBA Draft Extravaganza covering the entire opening round of this year's NBA Draft. Again, folks, we sincerely uh, apologize for the uh, somewhat of the uh, start time here. We pushed our program back in the event that the NBA was going to perhaps uh, drag out the entire ordeal. With that, though, folks, Cal McClure, John Alcorn with you, folks. With that in mind, Here's the first pick of the draft, and Adam Silver. And there is uh, no surprise there, folks, as we get on air and get this party underway. Again, we thank you folks for being here, but again, we sincerely and wholeheartedly, folks, apologize for the uh, for the uh, confusion here with the uh, program starting uh, right as the uh, draft uh, was starting. Again, we kind of were blindsided last year. We started our program right at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And uh, sure enough, uh, we had a 30-minute delay, John, to uh, before the draft actually began. So I thought, oh, I'd have time to go and walk the dog and uh, get pizza delivered to the house and uh, came uh, re uh, basically ran back to the house and uh, came in here and saw that they were already beginning to uh, the selections and a whole other mess of confusion going on. But, John, uh, we do, though, uh, welcome you aboard. Again, folks, we'll have plenty of uh, our other guests uh, joining us between both Coast to Coast and also uh, with um, uh, the rest of the MI6 crew. But uh, uh, John and, of course, our good man Chris Mabry joining us. Uh, I guess, Chris, we'll start with you, man. No surprise seeing Kate Cunningham go number one overall, right? That's correct. I mean, I think we all heard it uh, throughout the week, so. I definitely think for Detroit, though, obviously they haven't had one winning. They have one winning season since 2008. Here's we all talk about leadership from veteran defensive player or veteran players for teams that have struggled, but Kate Cunningham is going to have to step up, not just on defense, not just on offense. How is he going to help take take control of the locker room? Obviously, you don't have this type of crazy ego, but you need to. Hey, this is the team that believed in me. I need to show what I'm about. Not necessarily on the court. That's great, but you need to help them win. Whether it's just playing with defense in this game, whether it's just offense. Not a shock at Detroit. He goes. Uh, Kate Cunningham, number one. Even though I have been off Twitter, despite all of these spoilers, unlike Marvel movies, but not a surprise. But his leadership, I think, and again, that his leadership could be a big factor again okay, they may only go 30 games next year next year they go 39 and then like 52 so those type of stats i think are really gonna matter even if it doesn't mean going to the playoffs for the other two to three years and once again folks callum mcclurg john alcorn chris mabry of coast to coast entertainment joining you folks here again everyone we uh sincerely uh apologize again folks it's been a very uh crazy day with baseball mm -hmm. news and the nba draft uh 
so at the same time, though, again, we're going to do our best to keep you folks posted as, in fact, that uh, time does, in fact, go on here. But again, we thank you all for being here. And again, we're going to do our absolute best to uh, cover the entire first round of the NBA draft as right now we await the Houston Rockets, who are, in fact, on the clock at this rate after their very dismal season, of course, as they lose James Harden over the course of the season uh, going to the uh, Brooklyn Nets and other things going on. But again, everyone, we once more will remind you, but again, we'll have plenty more uh, of our uh, Coast to Coast and also uh, MI6 brethren joining us uh, for what is also a double header of coverage tonight, folks. We have our uh, Wild Sports Talk one-year anniversary special coming your way at roughly 9.30 Pacific time tonight. So again, we'll keep you folks posted as, in fact, more things do, in fact, go on uh, here tonight as the program does, in fact, uh, continue. Uh, but again, we uh, uh, thankfully jumped on, though, right at the right time to be able to uh, at least catch that first pick again, folks. Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State heading to the Detroit Pistons um, here tonight as he uh, has his name called uh, from Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. And of course, uh, Chris and John, the next team up, though, is the Rockets, who again had a 17-55 and season. And John, I will say that, man, I don't ever recall seeing a team you know, plummet as much as the Rockets did last season. Again, with no James Harden, a lot of guys wanting out. Uh, Daryl Morey even left his job post to go with the, to be with the 76ers. And also the very, perhaps I'd say, controversial hiring of Steven Silas as well to become their new head coach. Uh, John, what is the biggest need here for a team who, was, who uh, missed out on the playoffs for the first time since 2012? Really, the second overall pick. I think it's going to have to be a guy that can play some defense. As much as we love like, what James Harden can do, he's offense, he's offense, he's offense, he's offense. And a lot of these guys, they always talk about like, like shooting the three and shooting, and that's great. But you need some guy that can have that leadership, but a guy that can play defense. And Kelly, you want to talk about plumbing. We talk about teams when they lose their star players. The plumbing happens over time. Guys like to fight for win after win to maybe see even if they can make the playoffs, even if that is 100% unrealistic. But this team is the worst I've seen in the NBA, in the NFL. Very little of my time watching hockey and look at watch trying to watch the WNBA here. I've never seen the team plummet so fast that they gave up. That doesn't just say something about the players. That's the organization. That's the GM, and it falls all around. Whoever they draft is going to have to help this team play some defense because you, know, you, had, you had Harden, you had Capella, you had all those guys. But what's the thing is they score a lot with the three, but a lot of times that's great, but that's not always necessarily going to get you straight really to the finals. Chris, the three options here appear to be Evan Mobley as one of them, Jalen Suggs of Gonzaga, even Scotty Barnes it looks like from Florida State. Now we do know, folks, that the pick is in right now. But, of course, there'll be some more suspense here as time goes on. Uh, with that in mind, though, Chris, uh, overall thoughts on what the Rockets will need, to, will need to do to get this team back on track? Well, I mean, I can't really say much. I see the pick, but, um, I mean, they had a good season this far uh, so far uh, last year in, in the bubble, so it's kind of hard to pick, you know. So, again, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs perhaps on their way to Oklahoma, or to Houston, I should say, at number two overall as, in fact, we await Adam Silver to come on back on stage. And here comes the commissioner himself. Here is Adam Silver with pick number two on the way. Jalen Green. 
I'll be going to some games next year, Callan, because I'll be in Houston. So getting to see him play next year is going to be really fun. So Jalen Green via the NBA G League's Ignite team is on his way to H-Town with their first of multiple first-round selections. Uh, John, obviously, we talked about this right now. Man, this is very, you know, obviously huge for the Rockets to, again, kind of begin to uh, relay the groundwork for, uh, uh, for again, what was a very, very dismal year and, again, not making the playoffs for the first time since 2012 last season. This is a thing where we talk about patience. I know we see this just because we did in the G League. Yes, it's going to take some time to adjust. It may not show on the wins and losses, but this is the thing. We want to talk about experience and jobs before you get that big job, and that's what he got with this, I believe, the NBA G, G League at night. Having that experience already before you get drafted helps you know, hey, what can I do? What do I need to work on? Because a lot of times we can practice, 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 but to really step on the court with the guys that really know how to play, I think see, this is going to be great for Houston. There's, see, there's definitely going to be a lot of things they need to work on, new head coach. But uh, I'll be honest, Cal, I can't wait to go watch him play in person next year on the court. It's going to be great. We welcome on, folks, our good man, Lorenzo Antonio. Obviously, low row the Rockets. Very dismal season last year. Uh, this obviously, I think, plants a seed for the upcoming uh, season. But certainly, though, low row, long way to go for Houston. But what does Jalen Green, though, in your mind, bring to the table? I think he brings uh, toughness on the floor. I think he's a guy that's going to shoot the ball, play defense on the perimeter, score in transition. And I think that if you look at it, I haven't seen that much G League, but I think he could be the guy that could potentially succeed James Harden as the franchise player for the Houston Rockets. And Chris, again, like we said, though, man, long ways away from kind of getting the Rockets back on track, but at least it's a very good starting point seeing Jalen Green going to Houston. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of interesting having the G League in the NBA draft instead of like a college team, but I think he's going to be helpful. So we'll yeah. see how things go. With that in mind, uh, John, back over to you, buddy. Seeing, seeing that this team, obviously for the longest time, has been with James Harden and this team scoring a bunch of points and scoring, scoring, scoring. I'd be really curious to see with the new head coach, with the this the player they drafted, how that how that offense is really going to be set. It's going to take some time with your young guys to develop that young core. But I'd be really curious to see how what type of offense do they run. It's not going to be the one that the one with James Harden. We had Clint Capella and all of those guys, but who knows, folks? And later we do have an announcement. And also a long way to go here again, folks, as we, in fact, await the Cavaliers selection as they are right now on the clock at number three. There's been plenty of uh, speculation, fellas, I'd say, bold to italicize it, uh, underscore it, and shadow it, of uh, speculation of Evan Mobley, the uh, uh, big man out of USC, perhaps heading uh, to the Cavaliers at number three overall. One quick thought from our good man, James Gonzalez, who says, one big step in the right direction, but lots more needed. <laughs> to be a contender, especially, guys, with how we have seen how the uh, NBA's Western Conference has been just loaded uh, for the past several seasons at this rate. So, again, uh, once more, Jalen Green on his way to Houston uh, to uh, team up down there with uh, the fellas down there in the Houston Rockets organization. But, again, we await the uh, next selection of the Cleveland Cavaliers. We are the folks having some minor technical difficulties right now. Uh, with our uh, broadcast on ESPN right now. So we'll do our best to uh, get that back underway. As uh, mentioned, uh, plenty of uh, news, though, circulating across every uh, every single thing 
uh, going on across the entire uh, sports world right now with uh, so many things going on. Uh, but again, folks, we have, in fact, lost our uh, stream right now to ESPN. So we will do our best to uh, bring that back up as time does move on here. And certainly, uh, Laurel, we'll go to you on this one about Cleveland. Certainly the Cavaliers trying their best to uh, kind of get back into uh, the thick of things in the Eastern Conference. What do you believe, uh, Loro, is the biggest uh, need right now for the uh, Cavaliers at number three? What I think the Cavs need is I think they need to get a shooter. And that, the reason why I say that is because I'm not sure if, I mean, if Kevin Love's bought out, you could get a stretch four or maybe a stretch five. I think shooting is, I think, what the Cavs need, and they also need a wingman too. We welcome on, folks, our good man, Adam Barber. Adam, no need to burn the gear, buddy. The Cavs or the uh, the Pistons select Cade Cunningham. How is the mood right now, sir? You know what? I am ecstatic right now, man. I'm so happy. I had my Pistons hat sitting right here, and I know I already told Isaiah that if they did something stupid and they didn't pick Cunningham, that the hat was coming out and it was getting burnt. Well, guess what? Now I don't have to burn it. So I'm super ecstatic right now with the last two picks we've had with Killian Hayes, which we know last year, you know, um, most of the season he was hurt, but I, I'm, I'm excited for Killian Hayes. I'm now excited for Cade Cunningham. I'm looking at our future going, you know what? This is going to be great. Jeremiah Grant, Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes. I'm excited. Thank you, Callan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, once, again, once again, though, folks, we are, in fact, having some technical problems, but the only good thing right now is ESPN has gone to commercial break. We're trying to uh, reload our stream back online as uh, the uh, draft show does back go on. But once more, folks, we just want to, again, sincerely apologize, but we were kind of blindsided uh, by the uh, draft starting on time. Again, last year we went on, you know, right as the draft was supposed to go on, you know, start, and then it was a half hour of us just talking about the draft in the upcoming season. But again, we're trying our best to uh, get the uh, stream back pulled up here on ESPN+. Plus. Um, uh, with that, though, Adam, we'll go to you, though, man. What do you believe, though, as we await uh, Cleveland's number three pick, though? What is their biggest need right now for the Cavaliers as they, in fact, are on the clock? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, if I'm the Cavaliers, you can kind of go anywhere at this point. I'm sorry, John. I really hate to say it. it but it, 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 it. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I, I got to say it, John. I got to be perfectly honest and come out because I know you with being a Cavaliers fan. We talked a little bit about this the other day, and I'm telling you, like the Cavs basically need to to reboot. I know that you have Colin Sexton right now, which is there, and I'm like, okay, so, so far, so far he's there. But what's going to happen? Are they going to keep him? Are they not? So, we Adam, don't I don't mean to interrupt, folks. Can we apologize? We had some tech problems once more. Uh, but it is Evan Mobley, the center out of USC, heading to Cleveland at number three overall. John, give us your instant reaction, my man. What do you got? Folks, give me just one technical difficulties once again. Let me make this very abundantly clear, Cleveland. Y'all are the dumbest organization in basketball right now. Uh, again, lights are off, but what I don't get, excuse me, I'm going to keep talking. Another center. Like, first of all, what you need is to literally trade everybody in the organization or just fire them. Because at this point, we know the Cavs, whoever's truly run that organization, has no idea what they're doing. Do we really need a center? You want to talk about a shooter? What do you expect your center to score 28, 32 points a game? So I'm just at least glad to a certain extent that, that Colin Sexton, for right now, pending any other news, 
is not being traded because that was making me nervous. Callen, Chris, Loro, and Hat. Because if if Colin Sexton was going to be traded tonight, I was going to disown my Cavs live on air. But I'm not in love with the pick. But again, even if they pick somebody like perfect, the Cavs organization doesn't has no idea how to develop players or really get the right offense going. So again, folks, uh, Evan Mobley, uh, number three overall out of USC, heading to Cleveland, Ohio, as the Toronto Raptors are now on the clock at number four overall as we await things going on here with the uh, Raptors. They are right now chatting with Mr. Mobley on uh, ABC right now at this point in time. Again, it's also, I think, though, guys, as well, great seeing the draft again being held live. Again, I know that we sat here last year and watched the draft live as we are right now and stuff of that caliber and seeing how things have been so far. Uh, but it's great, though, I think, seeing it back at Barclays and seeing all the fans coming out again in downtown Brooklyn as, again, we uh, take a quick peek inside of Barclays Center and see Evan Mobley talking uh, to uh, the ABC and ESPN broadcast teams at this point in time. Uh, but, again, we will await the official ruling on what, in fact, the uh, Toronto Raptors will do at number four overall coming up in maybe – two and a half minutes uh, with that uh laura we'll go to you man uh on the raptors again a team coming off of a title in 2019 losing Kawhi leonard in 2020 to the uh to the clippers but also uh, perhaps looking at maybe uh developing young talent also perhaps though losing fred van fleet uh earlier in the season or i should say norman powell being uh dealt away to portland laura biggest need for toronto to get back on the winning ways in your mind is what I think the biggest thing that the Toronto Raptors need is I think they need to get a center. They need a they need a seven foot center that can protect the paint, block shots, get rebounds, and dunks. I think they can keep Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet, and Kyle Lowry. I would not be shocked if Kyle Lowry even went to the Sixers or anything like that. Yeah, most definitely. We are, folks, going to step aside for a brief moment. We do have a breaking news story to get to here in just a second. Mine, fellas, the first big uh, trade has officially been confirmed by TNT and NBA, uh, NBA on TNT sources. Russell Westbrook has been dealt to the Los Angeles Lakers, officially confirmed in exchange for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and the Lakers' number 22 pick in the first round. So again, folks, to reiterate once more, that trade is official for NBA on TNT. Again, Westbrook to the Lakers in exchange for Kuzma, KCP, Harrell, and the number 22 pick overall. Loro, give me your instant reaction, sir, as the fellow Laker fan on the panel. Uh, Russell Westbrook coming back home to L.A. and playing for the Lake Show for the upcoming season. Let me tell you this, folks. I have always been a Russell Westbrook fan. I love the way he, he plays with a purpose. He plays with energy, grit, grind, triple-doubles machine, and he is in the right position to win a title. And he gets to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that big three is forming right now for the Lakers. And I think the Lakers, they're going to be so much better than they were than last year. We'll see how things go, folks. As we have the uh, pick in for the Raptors, it is Scotty Barnes out of Florida State 
heading to the Great White North in uh, for the Toronto Raptors as the um, uh, Raptors make their number four selection here. But again, folks, that uh, once more, that uh, breaking story again, that trade uh, that has been made between the Lakers and the Washington Wizards. Again, the Lakers have coughed up Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell, uh, Caldwell Pope, and their 22nd overall pick in the draft in exchange for Russell Westbrook coming back to Los Angeles and again to play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh, with that in mind, though, uh, John, uh, not much known about Scotty Barnes, though, sadly, a uh, kid out of Florida State going to the Raptors. And certainly Toronto, I think, though, John, they've been a very, very, very sneaky team over the past couple of years. Would you agree? I definitely would agree. I'll be curious to see really what they do in the future. Um Again, not having the same guys as they had before, kind of building this team again. I'll definitely uh, be excited to see, and I'll definitely be watching a lot more, uh, a lot more basketball this year. Uh, Ace, over to you. What do you make about this again? Uh, Scotty Barnes, Florida State. Uh, obviously, we know not really the most uh, talent, or not really one of the big name schools, but certainly a very consistent winner in college basketball. Uh, what do you believe about Barnes going to the Raptors? Uh, to me personally, it was actually kind of a surprising pick because I was actually with Lowro that I thought that the Raptors were going to actually go out and get a center. I know that that Aaron Baines is there, but I didn't think that uh, Aaron Baines is really the answer at center. So I thought they were going to go after a center. It's going to be interesting to see exactly how Scotty Barnes works out because just like you said, he's kind of that little unknown guy that a lot of people don't really come out and talk a lot about. So it was actually surprising that they came out and took him here. Most definitely welcome on folks. Our good man, Trevor Williams joining us again, much like last year, he has a hat in his Boston Celtics jersey on. just like 2020. Uh, Trevor, give us your thoughts here, man. We've had a lot already go down again. Cade Cunningham, to Adams' beloved Detroit Pistons at number one. Uh, and also, again, the uh, the very big news, though, as mentioned, of uh, the trade made between the uh, Lakers and Wizards. Already, Trevor, very, very eventful start to the draft night, buddy. Wow, the, the Lakers are trading with the Wizards. I am shocked by that. Like, I, it's like, it's madness again. Welcome back to the NBA extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen. It's all the crazy takes that we've seen and anything that the organizations can come up with just are thrown at us like they did last year, where we literally watched them draft literally like eight guards last year. It was ridiculous. I hope, you know, we get more ridiculous moments so we can have that for the end of the year recap, and we all do some laughs and giggles about that in the end. So can't wait to see what this draft unfolds. We'll see what things hold, folks. You welcome in our good man, Isaiah Leung, joining us as well. Again, Isaiah, already a very eventful start to the NBA draft night, man. Kate Cunningham, number one overall. Cavaliers making their selections right now. We are awaiting, I believe, right now the Orlando Magic who are on the clock. But right now they are, are they are in fact at commercial break. But Isaiah, a lot going on, man, between Westbrook to the Lakers breaking right now, but also as well, Isaiah, again, seeing some uh, new faces begin their NBA journeys here tonight. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. And I'm sorry for being late to this program. You know, I originally was going to come here right when the program started, but had an incident at the uh, train station earlier today. So I uh, couldn't get here uh, as, you know, as fast as I would like. But, hey, I'm still here. But, you know, I'm rocking my Lakers shirt. You know, the Lakers, I believe, are picking number 22nd tonight. I don't even think they're going to be picking because I think that draft pick. That Isaiah, they that, Isaiah, that breaking story that we had, though, that 22 pick now belongs to Washington in exchange for Westbrook along with Kuzma, Harrell, and KCP. 
So it's official or is it still it like is official. It's, official. it's been confirmed by TNT? All right. So, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy, man. The Lakers finally get their, you know, third star. I've been wanting a third star in Los Angeles for quite a while now. Uh, they finally get it. I don't know if Westbrook, you know, will be a good fit or not. We'll just have to see uh, how it plays out on the basketball court. But, you know, looking forward to the draft, you know, the Lakers don't have a pick. So I'm just going to sit back and just watch this draft because I don't really have a horse in this race tonight. But I am supporting my guy, uh Franz Wagner, the kid out of Michigan who was on my Michigan Wolverines this past season, and he balled out, even though I raged at him for missing, missing a three. But it's happened, but hopefully he goes to the Golden State Warriors at number seven. So, again, folks, we are right now in perpetual suspension right now as we await the selection of the Orlando Magic, who, again, uh, Trevor, your beloved Magic, have a, a new coach in Jamal Mosley in place. Trevor, we uh, Isaiah and I talked about that hiring a while back, though. Trevor, what do you believe would be a respectable season for the Magic to uh, maybe turn things around? Is it like win 30 games, kind of be close? But what do you, what would you probably say would be a respectable year for the Magic with a new coach in place this year? I guess it's like you're getting close to that play in tournament. So, like, if you get close to that, I think that's good leaps and bounds. But I know that's being very ambitious in the NBA with, like, injuries and low management. So I think you're really very right, Cal, and, you know, Get a nice, you know, solid like 30, 35 wins. Get close to like to the playoff picture. If you can do that in your first year, then you're already in a good, you know, situation with a coach. If they're already getting you close back into that play in tournament, you know, two years ago they were the eighth seed in the East. So you're just trying to get back into the hunt for the playoffs. So that's what, you know, the Atlanta Magic really needed to do. Like they can put a team together to do it. They just need to get everything together. And I think this pick is really going to help this team really foster. We await the number four overall selection by the Orlando Magic as we head back inside of Barclays Center via ESPN. Again, folks, Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Chris Mabry, Loro Antonio, Adam Barber, Trevor Williams, Isaiah Leung, all along for the ride. Here is the pick from Adam Silver. Jalen Suggs, Trevor, out of Gonzaga University. I saw this kid play very, very often against the University of San Diego. I'll tell you what, man, great shooter, great defender, you know, five-tool player, and certainly, I think, a great selection made by Orlando. Definitely. Gonzaga is a great basketball school, so this is definitely a good selection and easy, good way to build around this young man right here, ladies and gentlemen. So I give, you know, Orlando Magic some good props on this selection right here. So, again, John, uh, Orlando needing all the help that they can get right now at this rate. Uh, any reaction, Alcorn, for uh, Jalen Suggs again? Gonzaga, not really, you know, on people's radars, but certainly the past couple years, they've become a very, you know, big national uh, stage team over the past several seasons up there in Spokane, Washington. With this team getting more national media attention, this is a great pick for the Magic, and a successful season would be at least in the discussions for that for that play-in tournament. That's a successful season. Magic had a great pick, and moving forward, expect a lot of very fun success. But that kind of fun success, like we all know, is going to take some time. But great pick here, and I'm, I'm happy for him, and hopefully he succeeds. Yeah, Chris, you know, again, Orlando, new coach in place, certainly building something nice down there in Orlando. Again, they've been close, but again, they've had a couple of very up-and-down seasons. Uh, Chris, any reaction again, as we have said, though, Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga heading to Orlando. Gonzaga, oh. Gonzaga's been a good school. Um, Orlando's getting there. They're close to making the playoffs. I mean, 
get new talents pretty good, you know, is, is what they need. And the draft is the first place. Loro, we saw you fired up, man, seeing Jalen Suggs going to Orlando. Give us your reaction to this uh, selection made by the Magic. I think they're getting a great shooter in Jalen Suggs. I think losing Evan Fournier and all that and, and what they did at the deadline last year, I think Jalen Suggs is probably going to be that new building block for the Orlando Magic. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely a great – you know, Cole Anthony last year, Adam, uh, Cole Anthony last year, now again Jalen Suggs certainly building something nice. Uh, Adam, give us uh, your thoughts, again, as uh, Jalen Suggs is selected by Orlando here at number four. Excellent pick. That's all I can say. Last year we saw that. I thought that the Magic was making a little bit of progress, but then you saw kind of what they did at the deadline. They, they, they virtually unloaded pretty much everybody at the deadline. And so this year I'm, I actually had them taking Suggs right here, and they made the right pick. If they went anywhere else besides Suggs, I actually would have been disappointed in Orlando. So, Trevor, I must tell you right now, you have to be proud to be an Orlando fan tonight because it was an excellent pick. Uh, I'm very proud. I can't wait to see what happens this NBA season. You know, at some point, I need to go get some Orlando Magic gear and put this, you know, Boston Celtics jersey away. <laughs> Uh, Christy Wilson saying hello. Uh, hello, Christy. We've been kind of running around here. We uh, were somewhat um, blindsided. We thought the draft would just be starting about, uh, you know, about that half hour after again, because we were kind of blindsided last year. I think Isaiah knows very well. Trevor knows very well. We already came on right as they said the draft was going to start. We had to kill half an hour of talking about the season. And then we choose not to do that today. And we start on time. So uh, stuff going on uh, at this rate. But again, uh, I, my apologies, folks. It was actually uh, the Magic at five, not four, but five overall in the first round. Now, though, guys, move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who essentially, John, uh, look like Thanos. Uh, they have, like, you know, at least, you know, 10 or 15 first-round picks all stuffed in their back pocket for the next several seasons. Certainly, John, I think they can make a very big impact, though, over the next several years with all these number one draft picks that they have at their disposal. Man, this is going to be exciting. Expect free agency in the next year or two, along with what they're going to do in the draft tonight. Expect the Oklahoma Thunder, like Cardi B says, making those money moves. Expect Oklahoma City in the next three to four and a half years to be a team that really been reckoned with. When's the last time I really saw a team that have that many? I can't remember how many first-round picks in just a short amount of time. And in free agency in this draft tonight, man, I just expect the future – to be really exciting for them. Small steps, small, small steps, but baby steps, but baby steps. But uh, definitely excited for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I can't wait to see uh, what they're going to do moving forward. Yeah, Chris, I mean, give us, I mean, give me your thoughts here, man. Certainly no OKC has all these picks at their disposal. I mean, I have not seen it pop up, though, about how many they actually have uh, in this year's draft. But certainly it's, you know, at least like I feel like three to five years of first round picks all their way. What do you think they have to do, though, to kind of land that next star, though, in round one or their biggest need more so coming up here in a few short moments? I would think just, you know, just pick who you need. You had the years to catch up and you've traded away talent. You've got talent. Now it's time to add it all up, you know, add it all up and uh, get what you need tonight. Loro, certainly, I I agree, man. That Oklahoma City, you know, basically has basically told teams if you're gonna pick, if you're gonna trade with us, we need that first round pick. And certainly, I don't recall though Loro seeing a team who has this many first round picks at their disposal, like uh, like we will see with Oklahoma City. 
I mean, if you look at it, OKC's still rebuilding and all that, but I don't think they're going to be that good. I'm not sure what they need because I think Sam Presti knows how to draft. I think they need a center or I think they need to go small forward here to kind of build this team around Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Christy Wilson chimes in. The Thunder did a lot of wheeling and dealing, that is for sure. Adam, you know, I think it's rare that we see so many GMs and sportsmen be so aggressive in trying to, you know, either land top talent or even land uh, first-round picks like the Thunder have over the past, you know, what feels like last year or two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I was kind of muted there, so I had to hit the unmute button and I kind of paused. But um, if we're talking about the Thunder at this point, Alexander right now to me is kind of their their key piece. I know people are kind of high on on Baisley, but I'm going to tell you now, I don't really, I'm not really too high on him. So if I were to draft anybody right now, I really think that they need a strong power forward. And you guys may disagree with me on Baisley, but I just don't think he's their answer at, at power forward. Number six pick coming in. Uh, Ace, let you ask Trevor your question in just a moment. It is Josh Giddy. Ooh. From Australia heading to Oklahoma City. So adding a bit of debt to the guard spot. But uh, Adam, with that in mind, we will let you uh, ask Trevor your question that you were uh, perhaps holding on to right there. Yeah, so it was when it came around to the Orlando Magic, I just happened to notice that he was wearing a Boston Celtics jersey. And so I'm like, Trevor, what is up with you being an Orlando Magic fan but wearing a Celtics jersey? Are you turning in into an, another Isaiah to where no. you don't know who your team is? <laughs> I, well, this is the only basketball jersey I have, so that's the you first, just that's the first issue. That's the first issue, too my basketball selection right here, ladies and gentlemen. But as time progresses, I will make an, an effort to go get an Orlando Magic jersey and add it to my collection of jerseys that I have. Well, maybe I'll get you a rookie jersey for the guy that drafted for, your, for Christmas. Just ask Callan mm -hmm. to get it for you when he goes to uh, Disney World next week. You know, that is very true. Any, I'm not going to be anywhere close to Amway, sadly, Trevor, <laughs> so I can't do that for you. But uh, you know – with that in mind, I think Isaiah wanted to add his thoughts on Jalen Suggs. Isaiah, over to you. Yeah, um, I thought it was a steal. I didn't expect him to be uh, on the board when the Orlando Magic picked at that time. I thought he was either going to go to Cleveland or he was going to go to Toronto. So I, I'm kind of surprised that he was there when uh, Orlando made that selection. Um, I guess Cleveland drafted Mobley, the center out of USC. Um, that's, I mean... I, I thought they were going to go with a guard because I thought that Colin Sexton was for surely going to be gone. But, man, this this draft, there's been a lot of twists and turns thus far. But I'm guaranteeing this pick right now, and that is I guarantee you Wagner's going to uh, Golden State with the number seven pick because there's a lot of a lot of you know buzz coming towards that pick in the last couple of hours. And if Isaiah is wrong, I hope we get another Isaiah storming off the scent, scent like last, like like uh, the last draft special last year. As um, again, Josh Giddy is selected out of Australia to the Oklahoma City Thunder at number six. We now await the uh, Warriors at number seven overall, as we are in fact in a holding pattern at this point in time. But again, folks, wanted to reiterate that news so that we actually had broken within the last few minutes here. But again, uh, everyone. For just joining us here on the uh, MI6 Sports Networks 
NBA, uh, NBA draft extravaganza. Again, the Lakers per NBA uh, per uh, TNT sources on uh, for the NBA. And the Lakers have, in fact, uh, officially confirmed the trade. Again, it's Russell Westbrook to the Lakers in exchange for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and also Montrez Harrell in the Lakers' number 22 pick in tonight's draft. But again, we will uh, await perhaps a further uh, confirmation of that uh, of that move, though, from Woj or any other sources around the NBA at this rate. John, over to you. What do you got? If I were to disown my Cleveland Cavaliers, the team that I would have picked is the Oklahoma City Thunder. I just think I'm not saying like with all these picks, it's just really interesting and intriguing to uh, to see this many first round picks and they kind of address James's James comment here about the free agents. Maybe it's not necessarily like getting the free agents. I think it's necessarily more about trading for those guys in free agency here. Some guys that can't some guys that can't be traded. Or it can't be, um, don't want to sign with Oklahoma, um, like but yet said, they can trade for him because, hey, we have a lot to give you. We have this many first round picks. So definitely exciting. But uh, for now, I won't be this old in my Cavs, but uh, you never know. Yeah, we never know. That is for sure. As we now, folks, await the pick of the Golden State Warriors who are still on the clock. Of course, Isaiah Golden State in unfamiliar territory, my man, after, you know, all the uh, finals runs and, uh, Right now, man, back in the back in the uh, top ten for the second time in a row. Isaiah, biggest need for Golden State in your mind is what? Uh, ooh. I don't just get the best player available, honestly, because I think that if you can get you know a shooter or you can get a wing, um, I think it would help because he can come off your bench and he can you know shoot threes off your bench and score off your bench. And if Clay Thompson comes back, like he's probably going to be back, like let's say what December, January. And he can fill in for uh, Clay Thompson as the starting shooting guard as well. So that's why I think that Wagner to Golden State is a perfect match made in heaven. But Callen, there is right now, I am not a fan of teams wearing the color blue. I am not a fan of them right now. <laughs> we'll see Wait, how things go at this rate. As, the color uh, blue. <laughs> if I may for a second, unless the pick is in. Can I, oh, man. We, we're getting close, fellas, as uh, Golden State awaits on the clock. Isaiah wanted to talk baseball, but we are with the NBA right now, so we will not get into that story until uh, perhaps on Friday or over the course of the weekend. Uh, but again, we are, in fact, awaiting the Golden State selection as the clock does, in fact, wind down at this rate. And uh, some thoughts coming in real quick at this point in time. Uh, first and foremost is... Um, James says, I don't know, fellas, if Oklahoma City can attract free agents in the future, going to have to thrive in the draft. He also calls Josh Giddy a good or a good pick for getting an international spot. And also, James says, where do we have uh, Davion Mitchell going? Uh, hopefully, in the top 10, we'll see how things go. Also, Christy Wilson says the Golden State needs help badly. And uh, they certainly do. Again, this is, you know, again, uncharted territory for Golden State not being in the uh, right now, not really being in the postseason conversation for the past two seasons. So with that in mind, though, folks, Golden State's pick is in as we await the official announcement, though, from Commissioner Adam Silver. Waiting for this is more stressful than taking an SAT. Uh, first of all, don't 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 even say that because me taking tests, I might as well just poop bricks because that makes me – I could study for it for 30 years. I take the test, I get a 40. Hey, hey John – how do you feel about your Cavs trading for Rubio and getting rid of Teron Prince? 
<laughs> Moment of truth, fellas. Will we see Isaiah Storm off the set again? Here comes the selection. Please. Two years in a row, I think. Oh. Yes. The yes. Draft. yes, yes, yes. Down goes Leon. Isaiah loses again. Ten games of losing. Isaiah loses again. Skull, 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 skull. Skull, 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 skull. Still keep on losing. Isaiah loses again. Isaiah loses again. Isaiah loses again. Ten games of losing, Isaiah loses again. He's worse than Stephen Wayne. He's worse than Stephen Wayne. Skills keep on losing. Skull, 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 skull. Oh man, Isaiah Leung is gone. Goodbye again. Just like that, ladies and gentlemen. So did what I miss guy. something? Did I miss how, how Isaiah was wrong on this? Like, I'm curious. So Isaiah had a player he wanted. I didn't think that uh, played at Michigan last year that he liked, and he wanted to get drafted by Golden State. Now that he didn't get his Michigan player drafted to Golden State, he decided to flip out and be disappeared just like his, all of his sports games. Oh, okay, okay. I was just curious because I'm, I'm like, wait, what, what are we talking about here? What do we got going on? It's with Isaiah. Sometimes you don't know, just like a boring chick book movie that you're forced to watch on day. Let's go and check in and see how things are uh, things are going. Isaiah, do we have you, you still? Are you in the bathroom? Yeah, I was Please about to say. You're looking at the bathroom? ceiling. Dude, if I hear a plunk, plunk, I really am going <laughs> to turn your camera and your audio off. This is supposed to be PG-13, not PG-46 here, Isaiah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, James Gonzalez writes in, guys, real quick, that um, uh, Kuminga is a great defender if that helps anything for Goldman State. Certainly, I think that mm – -hmm. I mean, that could be, like, uh, what drew them there, but certainly I think they need more help in case that Clay Thompson is going to be uh, out for even further uh, because yep. of that Achilles injury he suffered last season. Definitely, you're going to have to because, again, especially him getting older, especially he's different than the NFL. If you uh, – Getting in his early 30s now, it's not guaranteed, so you never know. But I uh, like Chrissy's comment. Definitely. The, no, I completely agree with that. Like, the one the one thing that I felt like the Warriors needed, just because we know that, you know, Clay, Clay Thompson isn't exactly the healthiest guy, and he gets hurt almost every single year on a consistent basis. And so we know that one thing that the Warriors needed was another shooter. And I don't know if they got that shooter here. They got a great defender, but they didn't get that shooter that they needed. That much is true. Uh, Loro, certainly uh, a bag of emotions on air as we see Isaiah leave the set because the Warriors, in his mind, bombed their pick again in the uh, first round. But Loro, uh, your thoughts more so, again, as we see uh, Golden State make their first overall selection of this year's draft. It could be a good pick, but we'll have to wait and see. I didn't think the Warriors needed a small forward. I think they needed more was maybe a center to go with Wiseman. I think Wiseman's already the center of the future, but I just didn't think that this was necessary. Certainly as well, guys. We heard the reports earlier in the day about uh, the Sixers uh, perhaps inquiring about dealing Ben Simmons for two players and four picks, and Goldman State to their credit said thanks, but no thanks at this rate as uh, Trevor's Orlando Magic is once again on the clock, but I believe that ESPN will be heading towards a commercial break. Uh, at this rate, but again, Orlando will be the number eight selection in round number one here of the opening round of this year's NBA draft. 
James also says, Isaiah is ready for another pie to the face. I approve about that. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> and also, Christy Wolf says that the Warriors broke Isaiah's heart again. Hence why we played Isaiah Loses Again here on the program. But again, Orlando is on the clock. It appears they will be making their selection in just a few moments here. Again, folks, Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Loro Antonio, Chris Mabry, Isaiah LeYoung, Trevor Williams, Adam Barber. Joining you folks here again for the uh, second uh, year in a row of our NBA draft extravaganza. We had a great time last year. Doing it again here this year. Again, we do, though, folks, once again, apologize for us coming on a little bit at the start. But with that, here's the magic selection. Franz Wagner from Michigan is going to Orlando. Now you get a nice photo with Fellas, a guard. Uh, very, very good selection. Time out. I call that two things. Cruel irony. He goes <laughs> from Isaiah, he wanted, Isaiah wanted him on his team. Trevor, he goes to your team instead. You love to see it. You really do. <laughs> How about that, guys? That Mo Wagner, his brother, also plays for Orlando. So the family ties down in Orlando coming up this season. Trevor, give us your thoughts, man. Very good selection here made by the Magic. I like it. You you, you got a you know guard in the beginning. Now you got a nice forward. You're building something special. Like you, like we said earlier, like the goal is to get to the play-in tournament. Now you've made yourself a little bit balanced. You got a nice young guard, nice you know forward that you can easily move around. I like this. It's going to be really great. Now. Maybe in the free, like in the off season, you get a nice free agent, maybe a veteran to help bring these guys together and really, you know, get a nice little playoff push going. I know it might be a little bit too early for that, but the goal, I think, like John said, is getting to that play in tournament. Though, if you're like a ninth seed or the 10th seed, getting to that point with your coach for the very first year is definitely improvements compared to where you ended up last year. So, again, it is. Why the uh, hell would I aim for the concrete? Wait, <laughs> what? What? I what? 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 Did he just break his phone? Yeah, uh, it, explain. Is this like one of his Huggies diapers moments that we're talking yeah. about here? Yeah, what happened, fellas, was uh, I was so pissed that the Warriors didn't draft uh, Wagner that when I when I like heard the selection by Adam Silver, I threw the piece of paper and I was at McDonald's, right? I was trying to throw it to the to the sofa, the uh, the seat next, like across from me, but then I threw it onto like a a brick that they have next to the seat, and it hit the brick, and now my phone is literally cracked. So I got to get a new phone now. So Christy, not only did the Warriors break my heart, they broke my phone as well. You broke your phone. No, you broke no, your phone. Broke it. <laughs> you Let's broke it. This. No, let me make this very abundantly clear. Since I used to work for kids, there's one thing that we teach you is for taking responsibility when you make a mistake. Second, we have told you for the longest time to get a new phone. So if I tell the kids I work with, oh, you got to be responsible. Now you're basically, are you trying to screw up the timeline here? I mean, I say it. <laughs> you should have had a new phone. Already, that phone was from 1946. Before here's you, here's Matt. There's you there. Wait, John, if if Isaiah gets a new phone, wouldn't he become a variant? <laughs> okay, you know what, Trevor? I can't play night this man. If you hear a knock on your door, it's not the pizza man. They're just gonna barge in, man. That's why I suck at playing like 
uh, throwing the paper like towards the trash can. I suck at that game. Now you know you why. Mean, you mean playing basketball with a piece of paper? If you just yo, know, yes, and yes. That's, it. That's so, fellas. Uh, Sacramento is on the clock right now uh, for the number nine selection. Uh, right now, there is still plenty of thoughts rolling in here. James versus. I want to see if Sacramento drafts a shooter and trades Buddy Heald. Uh, there was, of course, there, there was still, uh, fellas, some uh, rumors about uh, a potential sign and trade with the Kings and Lakers. But, of course, per what we have gathered, folks, from TNT, that the Lakers have agreed to trade uh, Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, and Montrez Harrell after he signed his uh, player option today to the Wizards for Russell Westbrook and the Lakers' first overall selection coming up at number 22. But we'll see, though, what the uh, King strategy is though, when they, in fact, make this pick coming up within the next minute and 35 seconds. And also James says, uh, Isaiah, a good craftsman, never blames his tools. Well, who said he was a craftsman, though? Didn't he burn water and burn frozen fish sticks? So it's like, Isaiah. <laughs> I stopped working with kids for a reason. And then you have Isaiah come on here and have the biggest kid Higgins moment. Ace, let's get that crafting with Isaiah show going, my man. Dude, if you can't, that, that's scary. Dude, if you can't draw a sick figure like me, you shouldn't be touching. Dude, if you literally, if you break. The Sacramento's butt, pick is in, and I'll tell you what, they should draft a center. Huh, that'd be interesting. Let's see. We will be in Sacramento <laughs> is on the clock right now at number nine, getting close to ending the top ten right here and right now at this point in time for the first round. Once again, folks, Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Isaiah Leung, Loro Antonio, Chris Mabry, and Adam Barber all hanging out here, folks, on the second annual MI6 Sports Network NBA Draft Extravaganza. Very busy day, uh, very, very busy day, though, folks, in sports across the board. But again, keeping our focus, though, on the NBA here tonight uh, with the uh, – Draft trip proceeding again from Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, as we await the selection here of the Sacramento Kings, as we await for what they will in fact do. Again, trying to snap the NBA's longest active playoff drought is Sacramento right now. Their last appearance coming all the way back in 2006. So we'll see how things are going to go at this point in time. Um, plenty of things though aren't that going on, so we'll uh, – Keep things right here and see how things do, in fact, go. Again, we thank everyone for joining us here. But also, again, folks, give us your, your thoughts, again, in the live chat box, as here comes Commissioner Silver with the Sacramento selection. Davion Mitchell on his way Ooh. to the capital city of California, fellas. The guard out of Baylor is heading to Sacktown. Uh, Loro, give us your thoughts about this. Again, obviously, uh, Mitchell winning a... Uh, National title with the Baylor Bears last season over Gonzaga. Laura, what does his impact do to the Kings? But also, does this, does this perhaps in your mind cloud uh, Buddy Hield's future with the Kings? Well, I think it might cloud Buddy Hield's future in Sacramento. I mean, I kind of think I kind of was hearing today that the Kings tune in Sunday at eight seven. The Kings might, uh, which we call this nominates for eviction. Plus, it is the final. Wild card I was saying that the Kings might, uh, might even trade Buddy Hill. I thought the Lakers had a deal in place for him, but now Russell Westbrook's going to the Lakers. Will it be used to keep one of the two nominees safe? 
So that is where we're live the suspense right now with the Sacramento Kings right now. Again, folks, uh, they selected, uh, once again, they selected um, uh, Davion Mitchell again, the uh, guard out of Baylor, as the Pelicans are now on the clock at this rate. And also, James says, Buddy is now definitely in his mind getting dealt because yeah. of his selection. And also, Christy Wilson says, Adam Silver reminds me of Beaker from the Muppets. I mean, he, I don't know about that. I mean, well, and and he, certainly, you know, Adam Silver, I think, though, I think we all agree here, fellas, on the stream tonight, that Adam Silver might be probably one of the more well-respected commissioners in all the professional sports right now. Definitely. We, I've criticized the NBA with some of the stuff they've done in the past, but can, like when you look at the MLB, when you look at the NFL, just that alone, he's easily one of the better commissioners of that, but... The pick, though, by Sacramento, I think is great. We know they had great leadership from the coaching staff to the players. And to bring this guy into Sacramento, which is a team that, well, has done nothing. I definitely think that's exciting. But Buddy Heald, I want to ask, or maybe whoever is a Sacramento King fan, or maybe uh, Count Higgs, you're the more the basketball guy here. If Buddy Heald were to get traded, of course, at this point, where do you think he would go or the best fit? I really thought it'd be the Lakers because of the rumors that were swirling around earlier today. But with, but with again, folks, this deal that's been consummated per TNT sources of the Lakers dealing away uh, Kuzma, KCP, and Harold to the Wizards in their 22 pick for Westbrook. I thought that may have been a you know maybe a sign and trade. I do wonder about uh, maybe Dennis Schroeder perhaps maybe being on his way if in fact he does sign with the Lakers. Uh, it could be a sign and trade there. So I still think it may be the Lakers, though, but I don't want to put all the eggs in the basket. But, Trevor, I think that John has a very valid point, though, about what, in fact, that this uh, move made by the Kings does, in fact, me uh, mean uh, for Buddy Hield's future in uh, in Sacramento. Yeah, it's really hard to say where his fate's going to lie if they're going to try to trade him away for either more draft picks to really, you know, build the Kings, or they could, you know, it's really hard to say. It's like... You just got a guard. Now you're going to try to replace him. It's, I don't know. I, I would, if I was the Kings, I would probably be looking for assets if I could. But if not, maybe, you know, maybe a, two seasons to train up the new guy underneath him and then, you know, you know, jump ship him somewhere else, maybe. I don't know. They need Adam, a center. I, <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, Adam, you know, here's a franchise, though, in the Kings who has the longest active NBA playoff drought dating back to 2006. And you would think by now that you'd be out of this rebuild after you've been there for the past, you know, what feels like, you know, a, you know, a free fall from, you know, since 2006. And certainly, uh, Adam, what do you believe now that this move means for the Kings' future now with them drafting uh, uh, Mitchell and, again, maybe more so about Buddy Heald's future in Sacktown? I mean, honestly, it shows you that Buddy Heald's pretty much gone now. But I, I, I kind of like what they had in place with, with De'Aaron Fox and then Bagley and then Harrison Barnes. I, I just thought that really the only place that they really needed to go was the center. Now, I'm not saying that Mitchell's bad. I'm not saying that at right. all. And, and I'm not saying I don't like the pick. I just think that they needed that true starting center because I don't think that Holmes is the answer at center. So – they they should have went after Singun and I, I I probably pronounced his name wrong. I'm sorry, I probably butchered it. But Singun is who they actually needed to get, but they did not. New Orleans has went the way of a forward out of Stanford and Zaire Williams heading over to the Big Easy at number ten to conclude 
the top 10 picks in the 2021 NBA draft. Though, folks, there appears to be a proposed trade right now that is holding up shop right now. I do not know if this is going the way of the Grizzlies because I know that we're trying to avoid Twitter, but certainly this is where we need things at this point in time right now. So we'll see how things go. Also, real quick, some thoughts, guys, that James says, in his mind, Sacramento has got to get into the play-in tournament this year. And we'll see how things go, though, at this point in time. Definitely, they may need to get to the play-in tourney at this rate. And also, James says that Bagley is always hurt, and they need him on the floor in his mind. So we'll see how things go. And also, I believe we're getting some more um, news here, folks. Uh, we're going to check and see here. We have Isaiah Leung writing into my or writing into our group chats. And, um, uh, folks, it is official per Shams that the Wizards have agreed to trade away Russell Westbrook, a 2024 second-round pick, 2028 second-round pick, all to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and number 22 tonight. All that is confirmed by Shams and also by The Athletic and by Stadium. But we're also, I believe, though, folks, trying to keep an eye, though, as well, on that proposed trade, though. It appeared that it looked like that New Orleans was drafting for the, for the Grizzlies, and not um, and not Memphis at this rate. So, again, we'll keep a very watchful eye on that as the uh, draft doesn't drag for long here. Uh, but more so, John, you know, Sacramento, I think you said, though, man, they're a franchise, though, who you would think by now would be out of this rut, man, but they just can't seem to find a way to get out of this rut, though. Again, the longest active playoff uh, drought in the NBA right now. But I think, though, John, that there's been a lot of valid points, though, that, yeah, you're drafting a guard, though, but what does that say, though, about the future of Bagley or maybe even as well? with um buddy healed as well with the kings buddy healed in some point like i believe it was sure the same the next two years will be traded here now i know that buddy here you talk about badly always being hurt well if you're a team that's trying to make it the playing tournament you can't afford to have guys on your team pending any uh high cap hit against the against the against the team you can't afford to have a guy oh he's always gonna get hurt yeah i know the story but yeah he's gonna be traded we don't know when in the next year or two because i mean they have to make the play in tournament. This is not a team that can wait three to four to five years at a time. But, I mean, this guy that came out of Baylor, it's definitely exciting. I mean, you need the leadership. Regardless, you can have shooters, defense, but it all starts with leadership. And definitely uh, be excited to see for sure. Uh, Isaiah also says, Callan, it's simple. For the Kings to get better, simple. Fire Luke Walton. And also, Christy says, I smell drama coming with Westbrook going to the Lakers. And Thank you. Certainly, I Thank mean, you. I, mean, Thank no, you. I, I, I agree 100% because, again, you have, you know, LeBron and Westbrook. If their egos collide, it's all exactly. over the Lakers. You have, you have two, you're going to have two guys on the Lakers that are going to want it all about them. Number one, you're going to have LeBron. And number two, you're going to have Westbrook. And when you have two guys who want the team all about them, it's going to bring – that chemistry down. LeBron's going to want the ball and then Westbrook's going to want the ball. And then don't forget you have Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis is going to be in and out of the lineup. We know that. I just don't really think I like this move that this gets rid of a lot of depth that the Lakers had. I think they give up way too much for Westbrook. I don't like this trade at all. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, this, I mean, it looks good on paper, but as we say though, you know, John, Games aren't won on paper. I don't understand. This is the thing. It's always sounds like paper. It always sounds good. Oh, my gosh. You the, the new iPhone. All this, this is ridiculous. And this is crazy how people think 
and let me give just just my opinion here is that how do you think it's gonna work? If Russell Westbrook is thriving, how he plays well is first of all, he's a terrible shooter. There's, how do you think he get all those triple doubles? How do you think he's shooting all those shots? It's not because he's shooting forty-seven and fifty-two and a half percent from the floor. Russell Wilson is ball dominant. We've seen this in the in the NBA before, Callen, Trevor, and Adam and Chris. When you have two ball dominant guys, it doesn't work. It barely even works in 2K. Maybe if you put it on rookie mode, like I say I did on NCAA 13. There's no way both personnel. There's a reason why KD won in the league. I'm not defending KD's move to the Warriors, but I'm saying there's a reason why he left. What happened to Russell Westbrook about nine years ago in the finals? What happened? I'm sorry, did he win MVP? Oh, wait, no, LeBron won his first ring. So I don't understand. Like, it always sounds good on paper. But even if it sounded good on paper and was going to work, LeBron is basically the coach. And last time I checked, this is not the Los Angeles LeBron, like I told Brian. This is not the Los Angeles LeBron. This is not the Los Angeles Westbrook here. And if Westbrook and their ego gets on the court, they're not going to get past the second the second round. I'm sorry. We, we all fall in love with Westbrook and how, how what he does on the court. But that hasn't resulted in wins. I will say that there was one more rumor swirling around earlier today pre-draft that there was uh, rumblings of the Lakers maybe doing a sign-and-trade with the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan with Dennis Schroeder um, and, and stuff like that. But, again, we'll keep an eye, though, folks, on that. I'm still trying to figure out, though, about that proposed trade because we saw the Grizzlies popped up with uh, the pick that was made by the uh, Pelicans at number 10 as we await the Charlotte Hornets, who made some great strides this year. Uh, to get back to the phrase, in fact, the commercial break has come to a conclusion as we await the uh, selection made by the Charlotte Hornets, who got themselves into the play-in tournament, led by, of course, USD Toreros alum James Borrego as their head coach here uh, with Charlotte, of course, getting LaMelo Ball last season in that order. And also, as well, uh, that James also says that I, that would be something if uh, Russell Wilson was traded to the Lakers Ha, ha, ha. Uh, more so, John. It's Westbrook we're looking for. more. Oh, so congrats, than... Isaiah. You finally caught me on one bad thing after your thousands. That was wow. James who said that. That wasn't even Isaiah. That was James. Isaiah did, though, too, as well. I was, oh. was going to get that as well. Oh, so. Okay. That's like, oh, uh, after all your billions of bad takes that are out of this world like Pluto. Congrats, Isaiah. I think I made the same mistake, too, at one point. I, I think everyone that. has made that mistake about Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. When I talk so, when I get very loud and passionate about sport, the brain, the process of how to enunciate names is pretty much out of the window. So we await the Charlotte Hornets, who again, guys, made the play-in tourney last year. But again, thanks to the Isaiah Le Young Jinx, were knocked out in the play-in tournament last season. But again, certainly a great step forward, though, for this uh, Michael Jordan-led Charlotte franchise, getting back on the winning ways, though. So with that, folks, as you can see on the screen, again, that New Orleans pick, though, is in fact uh, part of a proposed deal to the, uh, to the uh, MI6 friends, our MI6 friends, the Memphis Grizzlies, who again tune in to watch Wild Sports Talk about uh, earlier on in the postseason. So again, that is a potential proposed move made uh, with uh, NOLA and Memphis, again, exchanging uh, the draft rights to their number 10 pick again as we await the Hornets making their selection. Also, James, real quick, writes in to say, he does say it could work in L.A. with Westbrook just has to lead fast breaks and not force up his jump shots, pass well to LeBron and A.D., do want to see what shooters the Lakers will have around their big three. And starting with them, as Adam said, though, depleting their roster today because of, again, Harrell, uh, KCP, and Kuzma all going away. But with that, though, we'll stop as the Hornets make their selection. The Charlotte Hornets select.
James Booknight. James Booknight out of the University of Connecticut is on his way to Charlotte, North Carolina to play in Buzz City, USA, and certainly UConn. Of course, though, guys, uh, no more so for the women's success, but obviously they've had their fair share of men's success, though, as well. And again, uh, James Booknight on from UConn to Charlotte, North Carolina at number 11 overall. Uh, certainly, Ace, I think, I think we all agree, though, man, that with LaMelo in place, though, that the Hornets... I think, are geared towards great success finally. We'll see how things go, but certainly I like the move here, though, and certainly getting younger. And again, uh, we'll see, though, what they can do, though, maybe getting some uh, maybe some vets to go to Charlotte over the course of the offseason. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that a big thing that they did this year was actually getting Hayward. I loved that addition. I liked Hayward. Uh, I had always been a huge fan of his. So even when he came from the Celtics, as you can see, you know, Trevor's wearing their jersey <laughs> over there. I always thought that that was a bad move for the Celtics to actually just get rid of Hayward. I hated that because really Kimba Walker was your answer for Gordon Hayward. No, absolutely not. So yeah, so I think this book night pick, absolutely magnificent i think it definitely puts the hornets in the right direction and i think that this can actually maybe win a playing game this year but it was that isaiah jinx so to say like you were saying it was that isaiah jinx who came out and said no the hornets can't lose and if they lose i'll douse myself in honey and guess what <laughs> they lost it's that I'm isaiah jinx okay adam adam I, adam I, what was better isaiah with the honey for the hornets or Isaiah with the pie after my beloved Milwaukee Bucks beat his sons in six games. Ooh, that's tough. That is tough because right. I tell you what, I like the pie one too, but oh man, that's tough. The pie, the pie. I'll go the, to the pie. The pie because he forgot to put a shirt on in second. Um, out with the old and in with the new. Oh, wait. That's different. Christy Wilson writing in a little love for the UConn Huskies. And uh, our good man, Sammy Sharp, I agree. UConn has fallen off in men's soup. Certainly, again, they had their run though, again, with Jim Calhoun. You know, one of my, you know, probably one of the greatest uh, uh, men's basketball coaches uh, in my mind uh, on the men's side of things. And of course, with Ray Allen being there and also with uh, Cardiac Kemba back, you know, several years ago with the Big East tournament and all those walk off buzzer beating victories he had. And also, Sammy says as well, Hornets get a guard. They got legit or three legit PGs. They need a slash or a big in his opinion. So certainly we'll see what they do uh, with their next selection. And also, James says the pie because Booker is Isaiah's homeboy. I that's, that's why I think Adam and James and Trevor and Chris and Loro, why we all enjoyed the pie more because it was one of Isaiah's, you know, yeah. uh, several gazillion, you know, uh, players he likes that uh, end up uh, costing uh, the pie to the face. But again, we await now the San Antonio Spurs gentlemen, who again, we know had that very amazing, you know, consecutive postseason streak. And certainly, John, this much like the Warriors, the Spurs are in uncharted territory being back in the uh, draft for the first for the second time in a long time. It's a weird scenario. I'll be curious to see how Greg Popovich reapproaches it. Yeah, I've been the Spurs again before, but how he how he really does this. Now you're gonna have to necessarily start over. Kawhi's been gone for multiple years now. You have um, a lot of guys that are retired or traded, so I'm really curious to see what uh what he can do. No, I get I'm not a fan of San Antonio. But um, it's definitely good to see uh, what he does. Real quick, fellas, a bit of a uh, story coming behind the wire or over the feeds, I should say, via Isaiah from backstage. 
Lakers now showing interest in Dante Exum, apparently. We'll keep an eye on that as time goes hmm. on. And certainly, Trevor, you know, before we see the uh, selection here made by the Spurs, though, obviously the Spurs, uh, Trevor, they are obviously in uncharted territory. And uh, Trevor, more so, man, how difficult must be, though, for a team like the Spurs who have had, you know, who had that long spell of being in the playoffs. Now, how do they kind of go back to square one and start all over again in the draft? This is really hard because, like, you're coming off of a dynasty that lasted for so long. You could say a span of two decades. You don't really see that in a lot of sports franchises that have a consistent squad for that long. And now you're going to the draft to really rely on that talent. It's going to take some time, but is the question is, is Popovich going to be around long enough to see, to see that going in full, you know, tuition or rentition at this point? And really build up another dynasty, like, or in the mid mid. Trevor, I'll have to stop you for a second. Woj is reporting and confirming that the Lakers have made the trade with Russell uh, for Westbrook. It's now official. I guess when Woj says it, it's officially official. So it is what it is. But also, uh, but also, uh, Isaiah is also reporting from behind the scenes, though, why Exum. Rob Polinka at one point was Dante Exum's agent before he became the Lakers GM. So again, we'll keep an eye on that. But again, Woj reporting the news again, folks. Uh, blockbuster deal uh, completed the Lakers getting Russell Westbrook from the Wizards in exchange for uh, two picks coming with Westbrook to the Lakers along with as well with uh, Kuzma, KCP, and Montrez Harrell all heading to the nation's capital. Uh, at this juncture and again we're also keeping an eye because it appears though guys that along with that uh the trade made between the hellies and the grizzlies that the uh, pelicans are also i believe uh as well uh going to be taking the uh occupied spot at 17 for the other uh for the trade that was in fact made but again the spurs now on the clock and are getting close to uh, making their selection here at number 12 overall i believe as we await their selection and also at this rate, James Gonzalez writes in to say that Exum would be a good comeback story if he can play minutes for the Lakers. And Sam also says that the Lakers are the only team that can make Exum a story, in his opinion. Galen Rose fired up with Shanae Agumake about the trade that appears to be with Westbrook heading to, to the Lakers. If you see this insane stat line, guys, of the big O, Magic, Jason Kidd, and uh, LeBron with the most career triple doubles in NBA history. Again, the big O, 181, and again, a part of that 71 Bucks team who before this season won the last NBA title for the Bucks organization with a four-game sweep over the event of Baltimore Bullets. Now, of course, the Washington Wizards at this rate as we await the Spurs make their selection as we uh, have uh, this uh, discussion slash banter still go on here between Shanae Gumake, Jalen Rose as well here at this rate once more folks Callum McClure, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Chris Mabry and Adam Barber all along here we are in fact waiting Isaiah, uh, Isaiah to jump back in after his tech problem here is the Spurs selection San Antonio Spurs select Joshua Primo from Toronto and the University of Alabama so Josh Primo a guard out of Alabama is heading to San Antonio uh for the spurs again uh, as greg popovich uh goes the route of a guard at number uh what appears to be 12 or 13 overall uh trevor i wouldn't say i'm surprised though but certainly it's a bit interesting though because now this kind of tells me though but, trevor first of all correct me if i'm wrong is demar Derozan a guard i want to say he is a guard 
then this tells you that there may in fact be a trade in the works for DeRozan to get out of San Antonio if this move is being made. Yeah, it's. I guess you could try to make this into like a shooting scenario where you have like your big three where you have a good shooting guard, but the shooting guard role is getting, you could sort of say, phased out. It's more being morphed into like a small forward since a lot of these guards that play that position are kind of muscular in size. You're on okay, mute. and you're Alan, muted, by the way. You're on mute. But just to tell you, DeMar DeRozan is actually a forward. Forward, so, okay. I, yeah, so I just wanted to let you know he's actually a forward. The, so the, maybe not getting any interest yeah. with that, with that, uh, with that, perhaps that potential looming, uh, that looming uh, trade perhaps with DeRozan's future. Uh, but again, now, folks, we await the Indiana Pacers, who are now on the clock at number 13 overall. Um, with that in mind, though, uh, John, certainly, again, I think it's difficult, John, for a team like the Spurs, though, again, who's been like a measuring stick, essentially, for, for the NBA game with, you know, consistent playoff uh, berths, conference final trips, championships being won, though. And certainly, John, in your mind, how difficult must it be, though, for a front office to shift away from always being in the playoffs to now we have to kind of go back to square one, as I asked Trevor earlier on in the segment? That is the hardest thing to do, to do the exact opposite of what you've done for such a long time. It, it, I can't imagine how difficult that is, creating a new habit and co completely changing what you've done for years upon years. And uh, there's really not much else to say about that. It's it's hard to create like that new habit if year after year after year. It's like, man, I can imagine how uh, difficult that is. It's, Hey, right, so but again, folks, here we have the next pick coming for the from the Indiana Pacers, Jalen Rose, and all of those folks here with Chris Ace, uh, Kyle McClure taking a massive. I'm just kidding here. Also with Trevor Williams here, folks, that yeah. should be in here in just about two and a half minutes. But we do have I think I told y'all in the group chat here this Saturday. We're going to be having Chris Broussard join to talk the NBA draft and all things NFL here. But uh, Trevor, what do oh, you? I just want to say one thing really quick, John. Of course. Before before we go to this pick on 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 the Pacers, so I kind of have. When you think about the San Antonio Spurs, okay, so I kind of had a little tangent to go on here because you look at the USA, uh, the Olympic bat basketball team, right? And you take a guy and Keldon freaking Johnson and you put him on the USA Olympic basketball team. You've got to be kidding me. Keldon Johnson? Keldon freaking Johnson? I know people are kind of high on, on, on Keldon Johnson on San Antonio. but we man. Hate, Sorry, we hate to, interrupt you, I hate to interrupt you, man, just real quick. The pick is in, but You're you good. can kind of keep going because knowing these sports, uh, sports uh, live events, they do tend to run on here. But what else did you have to say, man? No, I was just saying, like, there's so many other options out there, and you go with Keldon Johnson. I mean, are you kidding me? So the San Antonio Spurs, they're definitely in rebuild mode. But this is what I'm saying. As long as you have Greg Popovich, you got a shot. But how long is Popovich going to be there? I was actually surprised that he was able to keep San Antonio kind of alive a little bit in the playing game for as long as he did. With the team he's got, so at some point, exactly, man. Like you have to turn a new leaf, despite them being in playing tournaments. Like you got to have that different culture, different culture here. And as sooner or later, it's either him staying or how much is San Antonio really willing to put up with 
when trying to rebuild per se, like you said, because they've been in the playoffs for such a very long time. Again, the pick, I guess, is coming in here in just a second. Definitely some interesting players here, but, uh, man, let's see. But uh, Trevor, Trevor, okay, Chris, what is your initial <laughs> yeah. thought on, like, uh, this pick? What do you think is, like, the biggest asset or need that the innovators need to address with this pick? Probably someone who can score, I would think. That's probably where I would go with it. Definitely, I believe you got like Miles Turner. You got some of those other guys. So it would be interesting to Sabonis. see. Like, Sabonis is the guy that I thoroughly enjoy. And, oh, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon also. He's mm -hmm. a very, very great scorer as well. Uh, sorry Levert. about that. I had to step aside for a sec. I had to take care of the dog, uh, just in case anyone's wondering. Mm -hmm. I uh, told you that you took a massive shard just in beer. One, one <laughs> quick thought from Sammy Sharp, guys. He does say, a lot of people denied the uh, Team USA invite options aren't what they used to be again. And especially, mm -hmm. I think, though, guys, especially this year, with how late the NBA season went, though, was, I think, had a very big factor, sadly, as well. I mean, definitely. It's like, I wouldn't. I mean, you just played a game and you're eliminated. Two days later, oh, you're you good to go. Why would you? Like, that takes time to adjust, especially how far you have to travel. I wouldn't have accepted it either. With that in mind, here no. comes the Pacers selection, and here comes Commissioner Silver to see who the Pacers are drafting. The 13th pick in the 2021 NBA draft, the Indiana Pacers select Chris Duarte from Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic. Chris Duarte out of Oregon is heading to Indianapolis. And certainly Oregon as well, mm. not the... You know, not a huge powerhouse, but certainly, you know, has been respectable in the Pac-12 over the past several years uh, with that in mind. And I do think, though, I mean, this could add a lot of depth, I think, John, to, you know, what is right now, you know, a very, you know, and I love this core, though, that they have right now with the Pacers, with Sabonis, uh, Miles Turner, mm -hmm. and Brogdon. You know, I love, you know, Brogdon's been a stud. I'd say just too bad he really can't find, like, a permanent home, though. He's been bounced around so many times. And certainly, John, I love the move here to add a bit more guard depth uh, or depth in general uh, for the Pacers here tonight, it definitely going to be interesting moving forward. They got to be. It's not like they're they're drafting and they only have one or two guys, but yeah, they have something moving forward that could be potentially special if they do handle it the right way. Trevor, Indiana has been a team who's been, I'd say, fairly consistent. Not very great consistent, but they've been consistent though, either in the postseason, getting deep. Uh, Trevor, what does this what does this move though in your mind do to solidify that young core of Sabonis, uh, Brogdon, and even with Miles Turner? It's really tough to say because, like, the East right now is in a weird position in the NBA. Yes, you have the super team in Brooklyn. It's it's a weird super team that is injury-prone, but if that team wasn't injury-prone, Brooklyn would be unstoppable, and Indiana has to figure out something the to do. Against the Bucks. Yep, and even on top of that, Indiana has been going to struggle against super teams in the East for quite some time with, you know, the Boston's Fab Five to – you know, LeBron James and the Miami Heat, and it just kept being a snowball factor. Yes, they had good teams to do it, but it wasn't enough to overtake a super team. So are they going to keep getting stuck into that cycle where they can't get past, like, you know, the Eastern Conference, you know, semi semifinal game and fall short and never reach the NBA, you know, finals and be like teams that for, were forgotten say, oh, yeah, that team could have won a title, but you got the super team and that super team prevented that from happening. So it's like – Stuff like that. Indiana needs to find a way to get past that super team to be that NBA champion. Because once they do it, I feel like nine times out of ten, they could probably win an NBA championship. 
you know, and Trevor, you bring up about Miami. You got to think back, though, too, to when they were there in 2000, 2001. Uh, Reggie Miller, Rick Smiths, you know, and those guys. Kobe and Shaq led Lakers, knocked them out in five games. So certainly I, I, I catch Drifter and certainly uh, Adam. Sammy writes in to say real quick, uh, he feels that Turner will probably be traded away, unfortunately, but Indiana will be a serious contender if they can get that home run player. Uh, Adam, what do you think here maybe about Miles Turner's future with this uh, move made here today with them selecting uh, Durate out of Oregon? Yeah, so last year I actually heard a little bit of grumblings right before the break that that Miles Turner could have been potentially traded. And so at that point I'm like, really you you wanna you know wanna trade him? But right now I'm looking that it's more of a possibility now, but I still think that they're set up perfectly to where they can make a run because a lot of people are still not thinking of Levert, of Karis Levert too. I like I like Levert. Levert's a, a great shooter. Just think of what he came back from. Like that was that was impressive. So I like what the Pacers are, are doing, but Miles Turner, I do believe this means he is no longer going to be a Pacer. He's going to be out. James also says a great shooter and won Oregon some games last season. So certainly, uh, Chris, we know that this guy can shoot the ball at least, which is very good to know for the Pacers. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think they made a good pick out of it. Definitely like the move again, and it is Durate out of Oregon heading to the Indiana Pacers as Golden State is back on the clock. The selection is in, though, but also Sammy says, real quick, fellas, even back in the 90s, the Pacers had teams that had Mark Jackson, Rick Smits, and even and also Reggie Miller, of course, guys. Got to remember, giving this to Spike Lee, you know, uh, that, that amazing individual performance of him scoring all those points in that very, very small time frame. So, again, uh, Golden State uh, now back on the clock as we await their selection. As uh, we uh, chug along here, folks, again, as mentioned, Cal McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Adam Ace Barber, and Chris Mabry joining us here again, MI6 Coast Coast Network. Chugging along here, folks, on our second annual NBA Draft Extravaganza. Here now, guys, is the next pick made by Golden State. With the 14th pick in the 2021 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Moses Moody from the University of Arkansas. Moses Moody from Pig Suey to Golden State coming up here with this selection. And certainly, guys, uh, Golden State, I think, like we said, though, guys, Golden State is looking to add as much guard depth, I feel like, John, because the uncertainty of Clay Thompson's health going into the next season. So with both their picks, two guards taken so far. It's definitely exciting to see what Golden State can do moving forward. I mean, again, I'm not a Golden State fan. I wish they would go 0 and 82 pretty much every single year. But with the pieces that they're getting, they're. I mean, it's. I'd be curious to see how they approach I guess in the draft next year and this year and potentially for agency and trade and everything. Because sooner or later, Steph Curry's not going to be there out of the reti- retirement. Clay Thompson's getting older, so you're going to have to in the next three to four to five years to kind of approach the Golden State Warriors post-Steph Curry, post-Draymond Green, and post-Clay Thompson, whenever that is. So they're excited to see what they can do, but um, I want to see what happens. Trevor, do you kind of feel like, though, that the Warriors might be just because, like kind of stockpiling uh, guards mainly because of the concerns around Clay Thompson and his health and even Curry's health over the past couple years? I think that's very valid concern for Golden State Warriors and their fans. It's just – making sure you have those spare parts when one of those star players goes down, 
you can have, you know, take that load off of one of those superstars so they can get back into that playoff playing tournament like they were this past year. Imagine if they had like a guard that can easily fill in for like a like Clay Thompson, for example, and be able to contribute, then they probably would have won that playoff playing game. So it's just like who are these young towns gonna step in, fill in that gaps when the stars, you know, wear and tear and break down during the middle of the season? Can they fill that void for maybe a 20 game span and be able to, you know, keep them in that playoff hunt. Again, folks, Mo, uh, uh, Moses Moody drafted out of Arkansas to Golden State at number 14. Now, Adam, for, uh, next up is the Wizards. And again, folks, we can't confirm via TNT and now confirm via Shams and Woj. Again, Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook gone goodbye to LA in exchange for two picks as well, along with, again, the Lakers giving up Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Montrez Harrell, and pick number 22 in this draft and also uh adam uh, also reports today though man that bradley beal has said he would rather uh stay in dc than make the jump to go somewhere else and certainly adam uh tonight i think is just kind of getting i think from bad to worse for dc sports fans with again uh with uh baseball trades going on but also as well with the news of uh westbrook being dealt to the lakers today absolutely but i give bradley beal a lot of credit because absolutely yeah, because he could have gone anywhere. But what this shows to me is this shows loyalty. And that's like one thing that we are lacking in the NBA right now is Thank loyalty. You very much. Exactly. And so right now, really the only person in the NBA so far besides Bradley Beal that has showed that loyalty is Antetokounmpo. That's it. Because he is a guy that said, you know what, if I'm going to get it done, I'm going to get it done right. And he did. He he went and he did it without a super team. So maybe Bradley Beal is another guy that's like, hey, you know what, I like what they're doing. So right now I'm staying here and maybe we can make the moves to get it done. I kind of like the pieces that Washington got now. They have a few more shooters out there that, that can help out Bradley Beal because it's no longer just Westbrook and Beal. I kind of felt like Westbrook was kind of a cancer on, on that team, so to say. Like everyone Adam, was Adam, I want like, to stop you for oh, a second. It appears that Commissioner Silver's giving a quick speech, it appears, uh, of some type. He was an All-American high school basketball star in the Boston area. He attended the University of Kentucky on this stage. Following his freshman year, with us this evening, his parents pursued his lifelong dream of playing in the NBA. Terrence was expected to be drafted tonight, but he tragically passed away in April following a car crash. He was 19. His extraordinary talent, commitment, and dedication to the game deserve to be recognized on this stage. With us this evening is Terrence's mom, Azmin, his brother Gavin, his sister, Tatiana. To the three of you, and to all of those who knew and admired Terrence, please know that he will forever be part of the NBA family. So a very nice gesture done by Commissioner Adam Silver. To now announce that with the next pick, in the 2021 NBA Draft, the NBA selects Terrence Clark. And fellas, we actually saw this a couple years ago with uh, one of the players who end up uh, becoming bl uh, blind 
and uh, the NBA made him an honorary draft pick. And again, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver doing a uh, generous deed for the NBA and for Terrence Clark's family. Again, that was a very, very, guys, you know, tragic story as uh, right around the time that the new year had hit, though, uh, hearing of Terrence Clark's passing that car crash. And again, Adam Silver and the NBA making Terrence a honorary draft selection here tonight at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. As uh, we saw this, guys, like I said, though, I want to say fairly recently, I, I forget the player's name, though, but he ended up having a uh, end up suffering a uh, disorder where he ended up going blind and could not play anymore. And the league made him the uh, honorary selection. Of course, guys, we saw it, though, uh, last year with the WNBA draft, where, again, the uh, WNBA and their commissioner, Kathy uh, Engelbert, uh, had made uh, uh, Gianna Bryant and uh, her two teammates honorary WNBA uh, draft selections. And, again, the NBA doing a, a very, very amazing, amazing gesture here tonight. And uh, certainly, John, you know, it's, it's tough to hear about these stories. And I think, though, it's also the beauty of sports, though, is, yes, we may not root for certain organizations and, we love our teams. We, we, we live and die with it. But certainly when tragedy strikes, though, man, everyone is there for you in, in a time like this. Believe me, I hate Florida. I hate Georgia. I hate all of those college teams in OU with a passion. But I think that's what we, we've seen in sports. I know, yo, Callum's goal, Chris, I don't know anything about, but I think it would be the same thing. Ace, Trevor here, the whole point of us doing this content is to, to – bring people together and you just don't know. I know it sounds so cliche like you see in every Hallmark or movie. Yeah, you freaking take advantage of every moment here. Because I didn't know June last when I quit that I was going to be here with y'all. Again, I just, just seeing that this happened is uh, that when it did happen is unfortunate and uh, it makes you want to take advantage of just a lot like that's that's what sports is about i think people always see as a game just to have fun but like we see in all sports and we've seen on the sports network here on and off here is more than just about sports and i know we criticize commissioners but uh adam despite what things you've criticized he's definitely done a lot of i could say a lot of gestures for families and uh i salute them all Adam, we hate to see you go, man, but we'll get you out of here on any uh, thoughts you may have about uh, how the draft is gone or as we saw, though, man, the NBA doing another wonderful gesture for a uh, family hurting in a very rough time for them. I love that, though, when when Adam Silver comes out and does that. You know what it really shows? It shows that there's more than just sports. It shows, you know, it's about it's about life. And it shows that it's truly appreciation. And this is what you need to do as basically when you run a league. This is this is what you got to do. You have to show those appreciation for when tragedies like this happen. So I want to throw it out there and say, you know what, Adam Silver, he did the correct thing. And congratulations for to him for doing that. Isaiah, I have to say this, okay? I did not have to burn my piston stuff on camera because they did the right thing. Yes, yes, things are looking up. So thank you for not making me burn my Pistons stuff. I know I always come out and say, you know what, it sucks being a Pistons fan, but you know what, I'm true, I'm diehard, and it's just it's just how it is. No matter how frustrated I get with them when they decide to go in free agency and sign eight centers, you know, it is what it is. But, it is what it is, but it's – 
it's completely all right. But the draft's been great. I love our pick. I love a lot of the picks that have been made tonight. And I want to thank you guys for having me on. For all of our Coast to Coast Network viewers that have been on here, we will re-air this on our side after it's done. So you can watch it over there. And I appreciate all you guys. It's been a privilege and a pleasure to be on. So we look forward to doing this again. Congrats on Aaron Rodgers coming Adam back. For the NBA drafts extravaganza again, but we'll see you later down the road though on more uh, MI6 and CT and a uh, uh, coast to coast program. But Adam, have a good night. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you around. Uh, with that in mind, uh, Isaiah, obviously, you know, like we said though, man, uh, you know, tragedy strikes, but like we said though, man, in times of crisis and, you know, tragedy, you know, sports are there for us every single time, nine times out of 10. Yeah. Um, I remember back when I think it was January and we talked about this and um, it, the news just broke right when we were doing wild sports talk. I think myself, John Alcorn, uh, I think Loro and Sammy were on and uh, we were all hurting because this kid was 18 years old. Um, he was, I believe him and his friend, I believe were on their way that either it's back or to, it's to, it's to practice. Basically. Yeah. To a practice or a workout, something like that. And, um, he was in uh, one of the vehicles, and his friend was behind the car that hit uh, Terrence Clark. And I remember hearing about this, and you know he was trying to work. He was going to work out, you know, to train for the NBA draft. And all of a sudden, boom, his life is over. And you know, it just makes you, just makes you appreciate, you know, life because you know life is short, and we don't know uh, when it's going to end. Corey Kispert, the other Gonzaga Bulldog, is on his way to the nation's hmm. capital here today. A forward, of course, from uh, Mark Few's uh, program up there in Spokane, Washington. Again, the Zags going 31-1, and falling short of the uh, national title, thanks in part to Baylor knocking them off and beating them pretty handily in the uh, title game last season uh, in the Final Four. And also a quick comment that came in beforehand from Sammy Sharp, who says, Sorry, fellas, but loyalty does not exist anymore in the NBA. The NBA is a business in, at the end of the day. Props to Beal, though, for staying in D.C., but to think that the Wizards wouldn't trade him to get draft picks and positions and position themselves better, you would be a fool. Fair observation, but again, I value loyalty over winning championships, regardless of what that may, in fact, uh, make you think of me, because I really would rather see a guy be there 20 years and not win anything than jump ship and try to win every, you know, and jump ship every two to four to six years and how things have in fact been. But uh, with that again, guys, Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga heading to the nation's capital again uh, here at number 15 as the Oklahoma City Thunder are now back on the clock here at number 16 as uh, their next selection is in fact coming up. And uh, certainly, John, I mean, if you're going to be, you know, getting this Lakers core again, this reminds me a lot, though, of the Anthony Davis trade where the Lakers sent, you know, three kids in Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart all to New Orleans and a couple of picks for Anthony Davis. This has that similar feel, though. And, and obviously, if you're going to if you're going to be in a rebuild, you got to start somewhere. And I think, though, getting a very, very good, uh, talented forward and, you know, a guy to run the floor, though, in Corey Kispert heading to the nation's capital to play for the Wiz. I mean, it's not going to have the same, I guess, same impact trade-wise, really, as it did the Anthony Davis trade. It's great to have Russ Westbrook and great to have that three-core game like we keep really going back to. 
Russell Westbrook, when he doesn't get his way, when he doesn't get a triple-double, what happens when LeBron or, or when Westbrook gets in LeBron's face? That's going to get ugly real quick because it's LeBron's way or it's the highway. And apparently now it's called the Los Angeles Squad. So be curious to see how that works out. But, again, I don't see him really going that far in the playoffs next year with this, just this starting grade. Again, folks, Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, our good man Chris Mabry from Coast to Coast, and Isaiah Leung all hanging out here. We thank you for being here. We've topped out at like 15 live viewers tonight, so we thank you folks so much for being here and for joining us here. This is just, folks, the start, though, of a great night, though, of MI6 programming. Folks, coming up at roughly 9 o'clock Pacific time, 9.30 Pacific time, we will have the Wild Sports Talk one-year anniversary special. Myself, John Alcorn, uh, Isaiah, myself, and uh, perhaps as well some old friends joining us as well on the program as well. That'll be coming up at about 9 or 9.30 to uh, have us recap and enjoy and uh, sit back, relax, and talk about how, in fact, um, it's been for a whole year of doing WST on Mondays, Wednesdays, for that matter, on Thursdays as well. And certainly, uh, Isaiah, we also, I think, man, have some very, very amazing news to break during that second program, too, in regards to the network and its future. Yes, we have uh, amazing news to break, and also uh, we probably are going to have me going on one of my long rants, raging at the Warriors for that pick. No, you I'm ready. I'm ready. Bob Myers, I hope you're listening. Hope you bring your popcorn, your soda, whatever you have, and tune in for that show. I do no. have a pizza out waiting on the oven after this program's over, and then we take the dinner break before we come back on for the one-year special and certainly uh some good stuff coming in again folks we're waiting oklahoma city coming in at number 16 so just about halfway through fellas uh, how are we feeling halfway through so far i mean i'll be honest like i it's really cool to obviously do this with y'all i don't care even if i even if we had it for tennis i would do it not because i like tennis i mean it's definitely an interesting sport but just hang on but y'all was great but i'm just i'll be honest i'm not the biggest basketball fan like i'm really not and so just get, but it's still fun doing this. And uh, Detroit made a good pick, but I'm still on the verge if I should or should not disown my calves. Maybe I'll give them the forced papers tomorrow. Isaiah, we know that you were monitoring that Dante X story. Do you have any updates to pass along at all by chance or no? Uh, not really. It's just that the Lakers have interest in him, which makes sense because, uh, he was, I believe Rob, he was Rob Palinka's client when Palinka was an agent back when he was at CAA. So it makes sense. I mean, you're not going to pay him all that much money. Just give him like one year prove it deal. He's coming or he was coming off an injury. So, uh, it's a one year prove it deal. See what he, he's got. If he's got anything great, if he doesn't have anything, then you just move on. Trevor, you were a part of last year's draft extravaganza. How are you feeling halfway through the first round before we cut out for the uh, WST one-year special coming up in about three and a half hours? You know, because I feel like, looks, we like I feel like we were all like drained by the time we got halfway through the draft because there was so much going on last year. Yeah, I was definitely drained for sure. It's hard work to do these long special programs. It's an endurance factor that you don't factor into your normal day life. Three hours, Trevor. We did three hours. Yes, for New Year's. Three hours by yourself during One the uh, hour New Year's extravaganza. With that, though, John, the, uh, the uh, Thunder's pick is in. Ooh. Yes. Is it a guard? It is a center, center. out of Turkey. <laughs> but, though, guys, 
This pick is heading by way to the Houston Rockets. So it appears that the Rockets are going to be getting a big man to fill the void coming up this upcoming season. Trevor, your thoughts? Finally, Houston's trying to put something back together after James Harden and everyone who's left the organization in the last, you know, 10 years from Dwight Howard. You know, Yao Ming used to be there. Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, you name it. Legends have come and gone. No rings. Time Isaiah, to start the cycle over again. Isaiah, I saw your reaction when I said that this was going to be heading to Houston. Why the face? Just out of curiosity. Um, because, because I, first of all, I got to admit, I didn't even know who that was. Honestly, no disrespect the guy. Hopefully he turns out, but I didn't really know who he is. I'd never even heard of him before uh, when I was studying for the draft. So I was kind of confused on like who that was. Um, and also like, I was just thinking like Oklahoma City, I mean, why are you going to draft this guy? I mean, because I didn't think, I didn't know before that it was going to Houston. I thought it was going to Oklahoma City. So I was like, it's a, so you're going to draft a guy and try to stash him in Europe? Is that what you're going to do? Like that's, I, I was confused by it. But now that it goes to Houston, it makes a little more sense. John, I question it though more so because if this is in fact true, that it's going to go to the Rockets. Why are you training within your own division? Houston, both Houston teams, we both know, are known for making dumb trade decisions. It's just something that Houston does. It's in their blood, just like I say with bad football takes. Chris, what do you make about this again? You know, obviously the Thunder make the pick, though, but apparently it's going to the Thunder. Again, why inside the division is what I want to, is what I want to know more about here, though. Chris, you're muted, buddy. You're muted, buddy. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that either. I mean, in any sport, why would you trade in your conference or division? Or It just makes your opponent a little stronger. I just, I just don't get it. So with that, folks, a commercial break is in progress as we await the MI6, our, our, our network friends, and the Memphis Grizzlies, who will soon be uh, selecting... At 17th overall, I do believe though this trade or that this pick though, guys, is going to be with Oklahoma City as well because again there was a swap right as they made their selection at I believe number 11. And uh, Trevor, you know we were I think it was you, me, and John on that program, or it was you, me, and Loro when we found out that the uh, Grizzlies were actually watching the show that night. It was pretty insane. Yeah, the probability of that actually happening is like one in a million. It feels I like. Was, I was yeah, go, John. I was at work and I saw that like there's no flipping way, and so I'm going on my YouTube and again I don't work there, so they can't get me in trouble. Like I'm going on YouTube and so I was like, there, there's no way. Like there's that one comment or something, dude. Like it's like you can't comprehend it, but it's actually happening, and that's why it's like it was that was an honor. Isaiah, like I know Isaiah. The one time that he missed a program, buddy. An NBA team watches the show. Like, what gives? <laughs> Maybe you should be off. Wow. It's karma, man. I don't know. I don't know like, what it is. Maybe you knew that your hot takes weren't there, so they came on to watch. <laughs> you would think Isaiah was off more often because of how bad his takes were. And they sound like a bunch of people. You know, I, I so I, I so wanted the Grizzlies to win and knock out the Jazz because I, I tweeted out from the network Twitter handle, like, if you guys upset the Jazz, can we all get free, you know, Grizzlies jerseys, like I was planning to get like the old school Bryant Reed, like Vancouver era. I don't know, Trevor. Which one would you have taken if that would have if that would have been on the table? You know, 
the the real question is, what would you put on the back of the shirt? Like, would you put MI6? I would probably put. I would. I would probably put my. I'd. Pro, I'd put my name on it because one of my uncles was born in Memphis. Okay. Before them going there, though, but yes, it's what I would have done. Or would we put our like our MI6 nicknames and stuff like that? You okay. know. As often as John changes my name in the group chat, I don't know about that. Okay, no, 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 no. That was another variant of me, so you can't blame me for that one. No, for me, if I had that Grizzlies jersey, I would put my my sports podcast name on the back. There you go. Hyphen it a little bit. What? More first round picks? How much do you need, Sam Preston? What happened, Isaiah? What is this like, like Hallmark screen here? Like, we have breaking it? news, Isaiah. What he got for us in regards to another trade, perhaps with Oklahoma City? So no, so that you know how uh, I believe OKC or yeah, or no, Houston was the one that made that 16th pick through OKC. Houston is sending Oklahoma City. Get this, fellas, two future first round picks for that number 16th pick. The so. Add that to the list or add that to the pile goodness gracious wow. so i mean it's it's almost like they're prepping for doomsday chris with all these first round picks my goodness that's got to be a record sounds like it I, I think it probably is a record unless they're getting ready for a move it's not over <laughs> to Seattle. let's do it let's do it, let's do it. Let's say it's not over they said it's not over to the fact that it seems, but now it's not over to the Oklahoma City Thunder gets a first-round uh, pick. Apparently it's so. not over unless uh, Sam Presti gets a first-round pick as the uh, Grizzlies guys are now on the clock. Once more, folks, we thank you for being here. Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Isaiah LeYoung, Chris Mabry, all hanging out with you folks here at this rate on the second annual MI6 Sports Network NBA Draft Extravaganza on this Thursday night. Again, folks, as a reminder, coming up at about 9.30 Pacific time, we will have ourselves the Wild Sports Talk one-year special, myself, Alcorn, uh, Isaiah, and some other special guests joining our program to relive one whole year of wild and crazy sports news, stories, and takes of the sports day, and also a huge, huge network announcement also coming later on tonight as well. So certainly a lot going on, guys, as Kevin Nagandi Shania Gumake and Jalen Rose, again, uh, keeping us occupied right now as the Grizzlies are on the clock at number uh, number 16, I believe now, as in fact, the Grizzlies will make the next selection. But again, or excuse me, at number 17, I should say, but again, some uh, potential moves, though, and trades are being made. Here is Commissioner Silver. Don't poke the bear. NBA draft. The Memphis Grizzlies select Trey Murphy the Trey Murphy the third from Virginia, a guard to perhaps I think guys. Well, sadly, no more because that pick, guys, is heading to the Big Easy in New Orleans. So Isaiah, give us your thoughts here about the Pelicans adding another guard to the mix in the rotation. Three words. Goodbye, Lonzo Ball. There is no that's way Lonzo four, Ball's four words, sir. Four four words. Isaiah, did you pass preschool? Because that's I, some bad news. I, I combined good and buy in the same word, but that's one word. Lonzo Ball's gone. That that's what this pick is because you have already so many guards on that team, and now you add another guard. And there's rumors that David Griffin and the Pelicans are trying to go after Kyle Lowry. Uh, they might go after Dennis Schroeder. 
yeah, they're trying to get go after Lowry, Schroeder, who knows, but Lonzo Ball is not going to be a New Orleans Pelican after next week when free agency is there. There's no way because there's just way too much guards on that team. Um, like they're, The Pelicans are doing what the end of last year's draft is, just stockpiling guards after guards after guards after guards. Isaiah, guards don't remind me and Trevor about that la- the ending of last year's draft. My goodness gracious. I, know, I don't want to relive that, re- relive that, but Trevor certainly – you know, New Orleans is becoming very guard heavy. I mean, what? I mean, I don't, I don't get why they're stockpiling guards all of a sudden. Like, as to Isaiah's point, though. Welcome to the tryouts of being a guard on the Pelicans. We're gonna do a nice, you know, eighty-two game season where we're gonna figure out who's the best guard. So stay tuned every, you know, few days because that's how fast NBA games happen, and we'll find who who is the starting guard for the Pelicans. <laughs> The next, the uh, next three picks, by the way, folks, are Oklahoma City again. Good grief! And the New York Knickerbockers and the Atlanta Hawks. Those are the next three picks coming up for the NBA draft. Once more, folks: Cal McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Chris Mabry of Coast to Coast Entertainment, and, and our good man Isaiah Leung. All joining you, folks, here again. Second annual NBA draft extravaganza. Again, we want to again, folks, sincerely apologize. Uh, we literally came on the air right as the Pistons were drafting Kate Cunningham. We were a little bit confused about the start time for the draft though because again as as uh, isaiah we talked about a little bit while you were away though we were literally trying to fill in half an hour of time last year because of the start time and then this year we got blunted by the, by the draft starting a little bit earlier than scheduled perhaps yeah i i don't know when the draft exactly starts because espn first put it out it started at 5 p.m pacific uh and then they did that last year they said it was going to start at 5 p.m pacific so we i believe we started our program like either 4 30 or 4 45 p.m and the draft didn't exactly start until 5 30 p.m so we literally did an hour of pre-draft show where we were going through the season and going through like you know what teams should draft who and this and that and i remember like um you know me i was like you know i was it was lamello ball or bust for me uh during that draft i was so hyped on you know lamello ball possibly going to the warriors and we were also discussing i believe the clay thompson injury because they had gone down that day but I don't know, Cal. I think the NBA watches our programs and just like, huh, how are, how do we mess with these guys? How do we throw these guys <laughs> off? I, I, I'm, we need to have a like a talking to with Commissioner Silver and uh, those guys up in the NBA headquarters. It's mostly just you, Isaiah, they mess with because it's it's just hilarious. I also think that maybe with the draft being on ABC this year, not on ESPN, certainly on the uh, well, ESPN Family Network, but certainly both. on ABC. Or with them it's, streaming it on both, or yeah. telecasting it both on ABC and on ESPN. Oh, and by the way, Isaiah, your video about uh, getting mad about the Warriors in that pick earlier is now in stream right here, so we can use it for our rushes video there. So you're welcome. You might as well just play it now, so I don't have to, you know, go on in a long tangent about how the Warriors messed it up no, no, and blow out my that. voice. No, 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 no. So we await the Thunder again, picking here at number 18 on the uh, draft board. By the way, guys, what a kind of shout out uh, Barclay Center. Uh, They literally have made this look like uh, when the players are talking to Kevin, Shanae, and to Jalen, they literally built the stage to look like it's a subway station platform. So uh, props for them for including Brooklyn and in the uh, subway system at the uh, draft tonight in uh, yeah. 
uh, up in uh, Brooklyn, New York here this evening. Uh, but again, we await the uh, selection of the Oklahoma City Thunder, followed by the New York Knickerbockers, who are on the clock next. And also, James says the draft uh, on time because it's being aired on ABC, where, again, it was only on ESPN uh, to Chris's point last season at this rate. But again, we are awaiting the uh, selection of the OKC Thunder again. And I, I feel like I say it's been a broken record because we said Oklahoma City a lot in this first round. It's in, it's insane. Who knows? They might have enough first round picks to cover the entire state of Oklahoma. I, I don't know if that that may be the case. Like I'm surprised that when I went to Oklahoma, I wasn't, you know, handed a first round pick. But um I don't know why they would need that many first round picks. Like I get building through the drafts and sure a small market team, but there's I feel like it's too much first round picks. I feel like they're trying to use like gather all these first round picks to maybe go get like a superstar, like maybe a Ben Simmons, because I know Philadelphia wants like four first round picks for Ben Simmons, which is absolutely insane. I, but honestly, I wouldn't put it past Cam Presley to make that kind of a move. But that's basically – exactly. That's basically what I've been saying the whole time because you're not just building through the draft. Then there's no point of having all these first-round picks if you're just building through the draft because you can see it's a trust the process 2.0, even though the first process obviously didn't work out. But no, they're going to have this either one or two big players that they're going to be trading for in the next couple years. And I'll be curious to see really who that is. And also, there is a report coming out, um, I believe it came out like 30 minutes ago, that Oklahoma City is shopping Kemba Walker in his contract. So, uh, who knows? Maybe by, the, me either. maybe by the end of tonight, they will have another couple of first-round picks in addition to the ones that they have right now. Christy Wilson chimes in to say real quick, the Thunder is rebuilding. I believe that is why they have so many first-round picks. And certainly, and I think that was well, though, I think, John, because you lose that big three of Harden and Westbrook and – Kevin Durant, you have to, you know, they've been stuck basically in that rut since they lost the finals to the Heat, you know, a couple years ago. Hey, like, we've seen teams rebuild in the NBA, but not to this acclimation of having this many first round picks. I've never seen an NBA team, and maybe in NBA history or just in my time watching the NBA, where a team that's rebuilding has this many first round picks. That's something that we don't see. So I'd be curious to see what is that 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 huge huge player is probably going to be somebody that we uh, don't realize. But I'd be curious to see what. Hey, first of all, OKC has more first round picks than they have. Oklahoma for, City selection is in, John. See what we get here. The Oklahoma City Thunder select Trey Mann. From the University of Florida. Trey Mann from Florida, a guard heading to Oklahoma City. So uh, certainly, Isaiah, who knows what really is the direction right now down there in OKC, but another guard is heading to the Thunder. I got something in my mind that might be happening. I have a feeling these last couple of picks, because it doesn't really make sense. I have a they feeling. Be trade chips, I agree. Yes, I have a feeling it might be trade chips for one Colin Sexton, because there was a report. That, there was yeah. a report that broke. I believe it was ten hours ago. That goodbye, uh -oh. John. Have fun at Buffalo Wild Wings. But uh, there was a report that broke like ten hours ago. There was a report that broke like 10 hours ago that Oklahoma City is one of the teams to watch for in a Colin Sexton trade. And you're thinking about who they're picking. They picked a guard right now. They picked um, this guy, Trey Mann. I believe that Cleveland had interest in him if they did end up getting moving down in the draft. Uh, it certainly makes sense because he would replace Colin Sexton. Um, and then they had like another pick, I believe, 
uh, as well. So, And then they have more first-round picks, so they probably could package those plus the players that they have now and get Colin Sexton. Like, that's the only, like, reason I could see this making sense because I – Remember hearing that Trey Mann, uh, he did work out for the Cavs. Cavs had interest in him, so maybe they're trying to make a package that would have the Cavs interested uh, in trading Colin Sexton to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shame on you. Just ran that negativity. Christy Where's my wings? Christy Wilson says maybe Oklahoma City will trade for Ben Simmons. Again, that could be logical. Who really knows? And I've also, James. James also says, I'm thinking that Walker goes to the Knicks. Ooh, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not in love with – I mean, no, I mean, I don't like that. That is just plain that's, – that's more ugly than a, a diarrhea. I mean, this is just a terrible fit. It's terrible all around. And for the Knicks, I'm not saying that they're going to go to the third round, but based on what they did last year and try to build that up going forward, why would you get Kemba Walker? He didn't work out – KC, he didn't work out in Boston – I think all of a sudden he's going to work with a young team like the Knicks. By the way, fellas, a very quick development uh, that I just saw on the ticker tape. This pick is no longer New York's. This pick is going to the Charlotte Hornets, per the bottom line. Hmm. So, Isaiah, what do you believe if this means, though, if the Knicks are going to deal away their one of their first first-round picks to Charlotte here coming up shortly? It believes... I believe that the Knicks are angling towards getting a free agent point guard. Because when you look at the free agent point guards on the market, it is loaded. Schroeder, Lowry, um, I believe there's there's more, Alonzo Ball as well. There's a lot of great names and great talent on the board. And New York has a big need at point guard because Derrick Rose is our starting point guard right now. I think they want to upgrade from him. So I think that what – what the New York Knicks are doing is I think they're trying to put all their eggs in the basket of the free agent market. I don't think that Kemba Walker, he might be a fourth option if they can't land the ball, if they can't land a uh, Lowry, if they can't land, you know, Schroeder, then they would probably go towards Kemba Walker. But I think they are trying to, you know, fill that guard need in free agency rather than the draft or rather than a trade. So again, folks, it is uh, believed to be that this pick for the Knicks coming up will be going to Charlotte. Not to the Knicks after all, as uh, Mr. Spike Lee is in attendance in Brooklyn tonight as he's uh, appearing on screen, rocking his New York Knicks blue and orange, as he always does. But Trevor, uh, what do you believe here in regards to the Knicks looking to shop this pick to Charlotte instead of taking the pick themselves? Who knows what the Knicks really are, what they're really trying to do. Though they were the fourth seed this year, you could say they were pretending to be a fourth seed. And they struggled. They you know, gave Atlanta for a run for their money, but you know, was it just by you know the stroke of dumb luck that they got to the fourth seat of the NBA, you know, Eastern Division? That's really, really needs to happen. The New York Knicks need to figure out who they are and reclaim New York. You can't let a Brooklyn super team steal your thunder, pun intended. <laughs> on top of that, but still. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah, what do you believe about James here saying that Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry should go to Philadelphia? Uh, only if Ben Simmons gets traded because you can't have two uh, ball-dominant guards on your team. And so guys, it could be moment of truth here to see uh, how the Knicks fans either erupt in unison or uh, begin to 
uh, become enraged by their upcoming selection as the pick is, in fact, in. Nearing the end of our coverage here, folks, as we're only covering round one here tonight on our draft extravaganza. But again, folks, Cal McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Isaiah Leung, and Chris Mabry from coast to coast along for the ride here today. But again, coming up later on the night, the Wild Sports Talk one-year anniversary special will come your way coming up, folks, uh, once again at about 9 o'clock Pacific time here tonight once the draft, uh, once we have uh, concluded the draft and also when once we've uh, had a chance to catch our breath and come back here later on in the evening as we await the selection here of the Knicks. The pick is in, but we'll uh, keep things on standby mode for right now. And also, Christy says that the rumor is true about the pick going away. Spike Lee will be fuming, and the Knicks have no identity in her mind whatsoever. Very valid point for sure. We'll check back in with the crew in Brooklyn. Maybe a long wait, fellas, because maybe that Silver's going to announce that the pick has been uh, traded, perhaps. Who knows? So here we go. With the 19th pick in the 2021 NBA Draft, the New York Knicks select Kai Jones from Nassau, Bahamas, and the University of Texas. But again, that pick is going to Charlotte. So Knicks fans are getting happy, Isaiah, but he's not their guy. <laughs> Uh, it makes sense because the Hornets, they needed a guard. They have, um, they have LaMelo Ball. They have, uh, you know, forget the other guys. And they Devontae Graham, P.J. Washington. They need size. That's what the Knicks or the Hornets need. So it does make sense now that you have Bridges, you have this kid, uh, Jones. You can maybe start building something, you know, with this young talent that they have. And that was, I think, the Hornets' problem. The Hornets, they the, – the Pacers bullied them in that uh, the the playing game. You know they bullied them with their size. Miles Turner went off. Um, Sabonis went off. So they need size, and I'm glad that they're addressing it right now. Really intriguing. John, this is a UT alum going to the NBA, and you look perplexed, my man. What gives? Because hey, he's going to Charlotte, right? Is it Charlotte the Knicks? He's going to Charlotte, not going to New York. He's going to Charlotte. <laughs> I don't like the Hornets at all. I mean, this is a team that is just utter garbage, utter bull hog. And guarantee we know Texas players haven't have done very poorly besides Kevin Durant and the NBA. Like, can you name another one besides Kevin Durant that has had success from Texas? They've all been garbage. So good for Charlotte, but I don't like you to get going to Charlotte. I'm sorry. I take my sports very seriously. I think it's a crime. So, Trevor, we have the Atlanta Hawks, one of our – uh, surprise teams from the NBA playoffs last year, now on the clock at 20, certainly Trevor. They made some great strides this year, improved, got that number five seed this year, knocked out New York, uh, knocked out the Sixers in in, uh, in seven games, but fell to the Bucks though, uh, in the conference final. Certainly, I think, you know, what a turnaround, though, for a team like Atlanta, who's only going to get better with this pick coming up here shortly. It was impressive because, like, like you said, they were the fifth seed, and they ran all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals with, like, you know, a good, solid, strong team. So now it's just like finding those players who can score when the stars are out, like those good bench players, that good role players, so they can, you know, contain and compete in those game six and game sevens and closeout series. That's what they really need at this point. There's nothing else that this Atlanta Hawks team really else needs to put together since they already made a deep run in the playoffs. It just shows you that, you know, this team is ready to make that, leap to the NBA, you know, championship game, 
but at the same time, it's just, you know, making sure the core lineup is set that they can go a game six and a game seven and win it as they need to do so. Isaiah, I saw you fist pumping down below. What gives? Uh, I was fist pumping about uh, – I was actually fist pumping not about the NBA draft, but about um, my A's. It wasn't related to the draft. <laughs> so, again, folks, we await the selection of the Atlanta Hawks coming in at number 20. Chris, any thoughts to pass along here in regards to uh, how, in fact, things may, in fact, be looking uh, for Atlanta? Again, great postseason run for sure last season. Yeah, they made it far. I'm not sure who they're who they're planning on picking, but they they make it far. So uh, it's going to be interesting who they do select. Again, folks, Atlanta on the clock with uh, the uh, Knicks on deck once more. We'll see if they keep that pick coming up or what their plan will in fact be. But once more, folks, uh, as reminders, we uh, surpass hour two here on our draft special again. Callum McClurg alongside John Alcorn, Trevor Williams. Chris Mabry of Coast to Coast Entertainment and Isaiah LeYoung here keeping tabs on the NBA draft for everyone's viewing interest and everyone's uh, enjoyment on this uh, Thursday. But again, folks, as a reminder, we have ourselves the Wild Sports Talk one-year special coming up later on tonight on this Thursday evening. So again, Atlanta on the clock right now. Again, Kai Jones most recently taken by the New York Knicks, but heading to Charlotte, North Carolina to play with the Hornets at number 19 overall. Isaiah, what probably would you say would be Atlanta's biggest um, uh, needs coming up here very shortly? Uh, man, I maybe some bench depth because their starting lineup, uh, I don't really see anything wrong with it. Trey Young, you're not going to get rid of him, obviously. Uh, Clint Capella at center, you know, he's an energy guy, gets a lot of rebounds. Um, they have John John Collins. He's a free agent, though, so that might be a, a problem for them. I do think that they're going to re-sign him because there's no way they're letting him walk uh, without giving him a big, big offer. Um, I would say bench depth and maybe, like, a shooting guard because I know DeAndre Hunter, he came on strong in the end of the last season, but he was inconsistent. So you might want to move him maybe to the bench and maybe add a shooting guard opposite Trey Young. So again, folks, we await the Atlanta Hawks draft selection here just we as, as we surpass our two-hour mark here on the second annual MI6 Sports Network NBA Draft Extravaganza. Once more, folks, alongside John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Chris Mabry of Coast to Coast Entertainment, and Isaiah LeYoung. Cal for joining you folks tonight. Again, we have ourselves the Wild Sports Talk one-year special coming away later tonight here on the MI6 Sports Network. That'll be coming up here later on this evening as we again await the 20th overall pick, fellas, in round number one. Again, we'll be uh, stopping our coverage after round one concludes. And again, coming back here to uh, sit back, relax, Isaiah, and reflect on a whole year of wild sports talk programming. Unbelievable. It, it's been unbelievable, man. And, um, you know, I know I don't want to spoil my thoughts on it, but – you know, from Callan, uh, Jonathan Mathis, who put all this together. Um, you know, Sammy as well, who basically kept the thing going up and running. Loro as well. Uh, you know, we couldn't have done this without everybody. You know, it's total team effort. And uh, I honestly thought that it was going to fold. But, you know, luckily, there were re- oh. Jalen Johnson finally off the board, a forward out of Duke, heading to ATL. 
So we'll see how things go with that. Uh, certainly, Isaiah, uh, again, I think you were looking for maybe some depth uh, on the bench. But I think though this guy could probably, minus those numbers being obviously, you know, down because of him opting out because of COVID. I think that probably sadly hurts his draft stock a bit, though, as people probably thought. But certainly... This is, a, I think, a very great pick, though, made by the Hawks. It could be uh, a John Collins replacement because reports are saying that John Collins might be wanting a max deal, which I don't know if he should get because he's a good player. He's a really good player, but is he max worthy? I don't know. Probably not. So if if uh, John Collins wants the max and Atlanta lets and he walks – you know, you might have him slide in and be your, your power forward, and that could make a bunch of sense. And he's on a rookie contract, too, so you would have a lot of salary cap space if you do let John Collins walk. So, again, folks, Jalen Johnson, again, he opted out earlier in the season due to COVID-19 concerns. And, again, Trevor, you know, rightfully so, because I, I saw an announcement made by the uh, USD women's basketball team that, uh, all their seniors uh, are el were eligible to come back for a fifth year, and they all obliged, and they're now they're coming back next season. So certainly, I know that probably hurt his draft stock a bit, but at the same time, though, can't blame him for uh, doing what's right for him and for his family. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> uh. Trevor, I love that hat, by the way. Thank Makes you. you look like a sailor on the show right now. Oh, we, we talking sailor. Oh, boy. You know what that is. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I love it that the audio avatar is, is my mugshot on there, but it's even better. Uh, but again, hey. folks, Jalen Johnson right now uh, being talked to by ESPN and ABC. Again, as we await the New York Knicks once again to select. Coming up here, and oh, he oh, he's changed his hat. He oh said sailor. Yes. Captain Kirk is in the house. Yes, let's let's turn this boat. Yes. And on your left, boys. Yes. 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 Oh, oh. I, I, I love I love the Jungle Cruise impersonation. That's <laughs> 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 that amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. See, uh, see, Chris, this is what happens like on a nightly basis here on MI6, buddy. <laughs> Besides people breaking their own phones, that's no. it. No. This isn't marriage. You can't say two become one. This is not we. This is a you thing. So... Shut that down. We're not doing that. This is not married. We are not responsible for your bullshit when you break your phone because of a pick. First of all, fellas, can I say that Adam Barber, if you're listening right now, I made fun of Adam because I said, well, yeah, Detroit's going to blow it and this and that. And Adam's going to have a big bonfire inside his living room. He's just going to throw every single Pistons gear in that fire and burn it. And, then, you know, there's going to be a big fire. And who knows? We might see it on the news. Or we might even see it from California where we are right now, Callan. That how, that's how big that fire could potentially have been. But, you know, karma bites you when you're talking trash because – Adam, I, I was talking trash and roasting him about how he could potentially have a miserable draft. And I'm the one that ends up giving a, you know, reaction because, you know, there's a pick that doesn't go my way. Really? 
Tell yes. me more, Professor Sherlock. I, I was like you, John, when it came to the NFL draft. You were talking a bunch of crap, and what happened? I wasn't even talking. I was whatever. It's funny how you're getting all cocky, man, but – I'm on the bandwagon with you. No, I, I'm already about to disown my Broncos if they don't get if they don't get Aaron Rodgers in 2022. I'm done. I, John Elway is a complete buffoon. <laughs> my name's John Elway. Three times Super Bowl loss. So now, Rodgers to Chicago. Exactly three points. If you okay. see Rodgers to Chicago, Callen, you're fired. I'm sorry. I know you're CEO, but you're fired. Sorry, yeah. that can happen. Nope. No, I'll be Keaton Slovis to Denver. If they do that, I'm disowning my Broncos. And now it's really over if that happens. And I want an arrest warrant for John Elliott for committing fraud. I will make I will, exactly. You don't play right when it comes to football here. Time to Thank you, Christy Wilson. Christy Wilson says, hashtag screw you, John Elway. That's gonna that's kind of how I feel right now about John Elway and a different Broncos. Oh, man. So certainly that is going on again, folks. We are in a commercial break right now. Pick 21 of 30 nearing the uh, finish line here of our coverage for the MI6 Sports Network's NBA Draft Extravaganza. Callum McClurg and his dog alongside John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Chris Mabry, and Isaiah Leung all joining us here tonight. We also thank our good man, Adam Ace Barber from Coast to Coast, along with Chris being here from Coast to Coast. Adam popped in earlier to uh, watch the first few picks, but... uh, um, had to drop out here tonight. And again, we thank you folks for uh, being with us here for the past two hours and, uh, plus. But again, we have one more lengthy program, folks, coming your way later tonight with the MI6 Sports Network uh, celebrating one full year of wild sports talk coming your way uh, right about 9 or 9.30 here this evening. But again, we are still awaiting the uh, p- uh, pick to be announced by Commissioner Silver. Uh, for the New York Knickerbockers, who, again, already dealt away one pick already, uh, and they are once again back on the clock at number 21 overall with the Lakers uh, sending their next pick or the next pick to the Wizards. As Again, we broke that trade for you folks earlier on in the show tonight. With that in mind, let's head back to Brooklyn C and check in on how things are going as the Knicks prepare to make their uh, pick here at number 21 of 30 for round number one of tonight's NBA draft. The clock at 21, and the pick is in. Let's go to the commissioner. Here comes the commish. With the 21st pick in the 2021 NBA draft, the New York Knicks select Keon Johnson from the University of Tennessee. So Keon Johnson, a guard from Rocky Top, on his way to the Big Apple of New York. Uh, certainly, uh, Isaiah, the uh, Knicks not dealing away. This pick and certainly adds him with a bit more guard depth and maybe, and maybe finding the first guy off the bench behind Derrick Rose. Yeah, this is a um, this is a pick for the bench because I, I don't see him anyway being the starter for the New York Knicks uh, when it comes to their guard position because you're not taking a rookie over guys like Alonzo Ball or DeMar DeRozan or a, get down, get down, damn you, Justin Upton. But uh, sorry about that. But um, sorry about that. But uh, you're not taking a rookie guard. Uh, you're not taking a rookie guard over these like uh, veteran free agency options that you have on the table. So uh, I, I still anticipate the Knicks will get a guard in free agency. 
Trevor, you look very perplexed. I don't know if it's about the screaming goat gift we showed or uh, Isaiah watching a baseball game while the NBA draft's going on. I want to say Isaiah watching a baseball game. It's it's his interruptions that we love so dearly. Like the time he said a pina colada live on air. <laughs> what? Oh, my God, you had it! Oh. See, Chris, this is what this is what happens, man, every single episode here on MI6, buddy. And I, I would always start, Chris, when I had my show on here, the first part we would do is an Isaiah roast test with 10, 5, 10, maybe plus more minutes. And just continue the roast, Isaiah. Sorry about that, fellas. I was watching the A's and Angels game, and I thought that Starling Marte got his first. We are talking about the NBA, sir. We're not talking about what's gone on with Max Scherzer and Trey Turner going to the Dodgers, sir. They don't legally count as a baseball team as it has the eighth zone, so thank you. But again, folks, we are awaiting the Los Angeles Lakers soon to send this pick to the Washington Wizards. Again, that is the uh, part of the trade uh, consummated today by uh, um, by uh, uh, the Lakers and Wizards. Again, it is Russell Westbrook and two future picks to the Lakers in exchange for uh, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and this pick coming up here for the Lakers at 22. Again, as we approach the ending of round number one, uh, certainly John, uh, the Knicks, as we said, the man need all the help they can get. And this is a very good starting point for them getting Keon Johnson from Tennessee. Be curious, since the Knicks are heading in the right direction, how do they handle that? That, that, that tiny, I say tiny sliver of success compared to what the Knicks have done in the past five to ten years. How do they handle that moving forward? Do they continue to do what they want to do? Or you get a tiny sliver of success and then you go in the wrong direction and then you go back to what basically I say this is what the sport takes, being a Higgins. So right now it is the Lakers to the Wizards, then the Rockets. The next two picks coming up here uh, for the NBA draft here tonight. As again, the Knicks have taken Ke uh, Keon Johnson, excuse me, Keon Johnson out of Tennessee at number 21 overall. As the Lakers do, in fact, have their pick in, but we're still uh, waiting in perpetual suspension for the highlight, or at least for the draft pick to be announced, I should say. They're showing a bit of a highlight package about uh, Mr. Johnson again, taking his talents from Rocky Top to the Big Apple coming up here as he's drafted uh, 21st overall, round number one by the New York Knicks. As we await the uh, selection made here by the Los Angeles Lakers, who will send this pick to the Washington Wizards again, folks, as part of that huge trade made that broke during the early part of the draft. Again, with the uh, Lakers dealing away, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, and their number 22 pick. And here is that pick heading to the Wizards. 2021 NBA draft. The Los Angeles Lakers select Isaiah Jackson. Woo, I play for the Lakers. Let's go. Sadly, Isaiah, you're on the way to Washington, D.C. It is Isaiah Jackson, a forward uh, member of the SEC, all freshman and all defensive team, but going from the Lakers to the Washington Wizards. And I think, though, uh, Trevor, I like the pick here because I think this adds a bit of size down low for Washington going forward for next season. Yeah, I do like it. getting a nice, strong forward to really help you in this weird mix heavy guard lead that we've been seeing for the last five years getting that solid big man like i said i think what we all know it's it's the recipe you need the big three you have two you have a nice point guard that gets the good ball movement around to a shooting guard who do like lights out and a big man who can get the rebounds it's basically a, re 
a recipe for success. And obviously, you know, have one guard that can play a solid defense too. And you've almost got a championship team in a nutshell, basically. So Washington is definitely going on the right track. We do, though, folks. We'll step aside. We have a developing story to get to after this quick timeout. We are again, folks, following a developing story. With that, Isaiah, what do you got for us? Uh, Shams Terrania of The Athletic is reporting that the Boston Celtics, Chicago Bulls, and the Toronto Raptors are the three teams that are expected to show the most interest in Lonzo Ball and free agency. And Celtics coach Brad Stevens is reportedly very high on Lonzo Ball. So very interesting. Are the Celtics going to replace Kemba for Ball? And as a reminder, Isaiah, Brad Stevens no longer head coach oh. of the Boston oh. Celtics. Isaiah, let's yeah. play the next one yeah, anthem. Isaiah loses again. If I can even find it in the uh, archive, archive here. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 in the abyss somewhere. Where are we at here? Uh, let's see. Where, where are we? Ah, here we Isaiah are. Isaiah loses again. Isaiah loses again. Ten games of losing. Isaiah loses again. Skull, 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 still keep on losing, Isaiah loses again, Isaiah loses again, Isaiah loses again, ten games of losing, Isaiah loses again, he's worse than Stephen Wayne, he's worse than Stephen Wayne, still keep on losing, skull, 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 skull. Uh, with that, Isaiah, as a reminder, a lot of the viewers wanted to remind you that he is not going to the Lakers. He is going to the Wizards. I'm so sad, Cal, and I thought there was going to be an Isaiah to play for the, the, the Lakers, man. I would have gotten his jersey, too. Heck, I played $150 for Ranger Suarez's jersey. I'm definitely going to And he blew it today, so how fitting. Also, Isaiah loses again, a.k.a. the MI6 Sports Network's official theme song, writes in Christy Wilson. John, over to you. So when we all have our sporting event, we all get to come together. Before we start, we have to stand up for the MI6 Sports <laughs> Network national anthem. Isaiah loses it, and then we play the, the video or the, the audio. <laughs> and also, also, um, what else? Probably, uh, Christy, I agree. Alonzo to Boston, mm, thinking face emojis across the board. But again, folks, we are right now in a holding pattern right now. Again, we've gone to commercial break as we again approach the end of our coverage here for the NBA's uh, draft and for our first round coverage here tonight. But again, we thank everyone for joining us and for being here. This may, in fact, be a very well-received show. Again, we topped it about 15 live viewers at the very start of the program, even though, like I told John, we came on right as Cade Cunningham was being selected, and we were all running around with our heads cut off. Sadly, I was so confused. Ford. I thought I missed something. I was like, and I looked on the stream here, at least I was like, oh, fart, did I miss it? And it's like that. I was like, oh, I was just brain, brain fart. Massive brain diarrhea. So, again, folks, we are awaiting the next selection of a pick here by the uh, – uh, right now, the Rockets owning back-to-back -back, uh, picks here at 23 and number 24. And certainly, you've already seen, though, guys, they have already made their uh, number two selection now, of course, having back-to-back -back picks. Trevor, what really do you think, though, that uh, – does that kind of maybe in your mind put a front office in a pickle when, when you have back-to-back -back picks, though, in a draft like this? I kind of – I guess if you look at fantasy, you know, leagues – 
when you get those back-to-back picks, it's kind of like goes into your favor, but at the same time it goes against you because now you have to wait for it to like snake around again before you can make any other picks. So it's like if there are two pieces that you really need, you get them back-to-back. So it's like, oh, I need a guard here, and I'll get a forward. So I have like a nice package to go with. But with Houston, I really don't know what they're going to try to go for. Maybe they might double up on guards and get more guard depth. Does anyone here believe that they may deal away one of these picks somewhere else? It's very possible. Yeah, I, I would think. I would it think it could so. happen. We'll have to see what they, uh, in fact, choose to do again, folks. The Rockets coming up here at twenty-three and twenty-four. Again, uh, getting close to wrapping up our coverage. Again, everyone, as a reminder, we will in fact be back though with the Wild Sports Talk one-year anniversary special coming up later on this evening here again to uh sit back relax no no sports talk guys we're just going to sit here and just talk about wst as a whole and uh, relive some great moments and also uh celebrate on air because of a, a huge announcement coming from the network but also we have a announcement from john coming up later on in the show as well here tonight as we in fact uh resume or at least get back to um the coverage here and again the uh, rockets last year fellas again as we said though Again, a very rough year for Goldman, uh, for uh, Houston, again, 17 and 55. And again, their uh, next pick is in again. The fir- their first of two picks coming up here is uh, should be announced in the next couple of moments here from Commissioner Adam Silver. So we'll see how things stack up here. And here comes Mr. Kamish right now. With the 23rd pick in the 2021 NBA draft, the Houston Rockets select Usman Garuba. So a forward out of Espana heading to Houston. And certainly I think though, Isaiah, it's so hard, I think for, I think it's fair though. It's hard though. I mean, we, the Olympics only come around once every four years to really, I guess, take stock though of these overseas players. Like we saw with uh, Denny Avigia last year coming over from Israel. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Um, I, I don't really know what to say about this pick, honestly, because I have never watched the guy play. So I don't want to just say something and then he turns out to be the complete opposite of what he is. So uh, I, I wish the best for him. Um, I mean, I have a feeling he might be a draft and stash type of guy because, you know, Callan, Chris, John, Trevor, you guys know this, that these like international players like in the late in the first round they're always drafting stash guys where they go to like they stay in europe for like a year or two and then they come over to america like jonas uh Valanchunas did so i i don't know i i would have to uh watch this kid play like when he does come over and then assess him so again folks uh the rockets now back on the clock again and certainly uh, Trevor, I think it's I think though it's a fair observation though that while we don't get to see the international game so often though, but as Sammy and I talked about, I believe on Monday, about Team USA dropping their first game of the Olympics to France though, the international game though, Trevor, slowly but surely is getting better and getting close to catching, you know, how you know, you know, how it's uh, how the game is played out here in the States. Yeah, it's definitely becoming more of an eye opening, but it's like we're kind of used to like Team USA dominating with all the great legendary basketball players we've seen growing up in the last, you know, past two decades that we've seen. And it's, it's at that point where these superstars are getting older and the younger superstar generation isn't the same. You could say caliber as like the recent superstars that we've seen. Yes, they're good players, but the rest of the world, like you said, Count has caught up to those good, like those up and coming stars in the NBA right now. It's almost like 
like an even playing field for those who are playing basketball right now, besides, you know, Kevin Durant and maybe, you know, the few other youngins that are in their prime still are getting close to leaving their prime in some cases for some. Isaiah was checking his phone. Isaiah, any news on the home front that you'd like to report, or is it just more so stuff that's being uh, talked about right now via Twitter? Yeah, so um, we do have some news. You know the guy that I was so high on uh, that got drafted to my Lakers, Isaiah Jackson, I believe his name. Johnson. From Kentucky. Johnson. Yeah, Jackson or Johnson, I don't know. Like, I think Johnson. But the, So he goes from the Lakers to the Wizards in the Russell Westbrook deal. The Wizards are actually trading him to the Indiana Pacers for Aaron Holiday, according to uh, Sham Sharania. Hey. Yeah, Aaron Holiday goes from... So Drew Holiday's brother is go going to D.C. in exchange for the Laker draft pick that was in the Westbrook trade. Yes, yes, basically. See, Trevor, this is where things get fun, though, because now we start talking about trades and, and stuff like that. And I think this is what, what blew up Ryan Schreiner's mind like a scanner last season. Yep. It's like, I'll trade you, you know, this stick of gum for this lollipop. And that's what we're going to get, some two sweet items I'll, and that's I'll, what I'll teams trade, do. I'll trade, I'll trade you my large pizza and two root beers for a first-round pick, Trevor. How about yeah. that? Let's see. I'll what kind of gum it. is it, though, Trevor? It has to be a good kind of gum. What is well, it? Well, you know, I have Mentos. Is... And I have I have Mentos and five gum. What do you want? Ooh. I have a Texas A&M football, and I got a pom-pom. No. What do you guys No, want? you throw that hot baby diarrhea. I got a picture of Devin Booker as a Laker, too, if you guys want this in a trade. Oh, my goodness. I would rather hold a dirty diaper than any have any of the stuff that you have in your hand right now. And I've done that. Let's stop it, I said. Anybody want? I can offer this too. No. No. <laughs> now, if he won the Super Bowl, now that's worth some money. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. He he overthrew the ball. Like, Isaiah <laughs> overthrew his takes, but it, it's okay. Uh, Christy's offering a bottle of Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Any for takers? What? What would, I mean, for what? I'll give you two first-round picks and a center. No, I'll give you Doritos for a Mountain Dew swap. It's a nice trade. What kind of Doritos, though? There's just so I, many I, nice I, I will trade a, 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 a two of the Dorito Locos Tacos from Taco Bell for that Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Tacos? Come on, Callan. Bean and cheese burrito, buddy. No. Come on. No. Ew, I don't want to shart my pants for... How about new? Dude, you might as well eat those on the toilet. So I'd actually was like... Burr, burr, burr. No. Who the fuck does eat cheese and bean burrito? Oh, yeah, because you can't handle their tiny sauces at Taco Bell. Uh, Trevor, Christy says, it, uh, Christy says it depends on the flavor of Doritos. Cool Ranch. I'll start the bidding at Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. I, I would go with that, Cal. And cool Ranch would have been my first pick. But then you have, like, the nacho one. So it's or the like, spicy nachos? Yeah. Spicy. Or, oh, just, yes. or just the regular Hobbit, nacho, Hobbit, too. The fiery Hobbit, uh, habanero may be the most underrated Dorito flavor of all time, if you ask me. Yeah. Do they have a barbecue-flavored one, too? don't know. That's Lay's, no. Oh, that's Lay's, never mind. Isaiah loses again. But then again, Isaiah I look... loses again. Isaiah loses again. <laughs> yeah, Oreos, they have some interesting combinations. From birthday cake 
to watermelon. I'm like one of the very few who probably likes the gold flavor Oreos, honestly. The Houston Rockets, though, guys, uh, are in fact on the clock as a guy stole Isaiah's uh, Yao Ming uh, Houston Rockets blue jersey on screen right there with the uh, number 11 on the front in honor of Yao Ming or the big E, Elvin Hayes, back in the day. Again, the uh, Rockets on the clock as we, in fact, uh, folks, approach the end of our draft coverage of the night. Again, Wild Sports Talk, one year special coming your way later on this evening. <laughs> and still plenty of uh, guys on the board here for round number one. We'll see how things go again. LSU, Auburn, Baylor, UNC, VCU. Again, Sally, VCU, though, guys uh, having to pull out of the tournament last year because of COVID concerns, though, when they were supposed to play Oregon last season. With that in mind, though, we have a trade, fellas. Oh, boy. What? Another trade. <laughs> Please. We have a planned trade to announce. What? A trade to be finalized later. The Los Angeles Lakers will trade the draft rights to Isaiah Jackson, the 22nd pick, to the Indiana Pacers via the Washington Wizards. I'm just reading it. <laughs> I'm just reading. <laughs> Beyond reading my presentation, I'm just reading my card. Oh, <laughs> an ASU Sun Devil. Okay. Josh Christopher, a guard is going to okay. Houston out of ASU. Like Forks up, baby. Dude, I'm really curious to see Isaiah, how this works. I'm Isaiah, curious to see. Stop, John, time out. Isaiah, this is not forks up. This is forks up. <laughs> I'm, Isaiah wants to hook him horn. horns. No, you disrespect the hook horns. You can shove that up your neck. Second, I'm really. Isaiah loses again. Isaiah loses again. I'll be curious to see, like, looking at this Houston's draft, because since I'm, I'm not that far from it when I move, I'll be really curious to see going to a couple of games next year how uh, these guys kind of plan out or pan out. So, Trev, I think so far so good for the Rockets, it seems to be, man. They got a nice package, you know, a forward and a guard. Like I said, my prediction was good. Yeah, let's add it to that win. See, everyone's <laughs> predictions on this panel is good. Me, Alcorn, Trevor, even Chris, but sadly, the guy in square five, <laughs> no. Oh, uh, Chris, see, this mind. comment is giving, me, uh, is giving me trauma. No. I can oh, see great. him now, John, in his yeah, bird horns. Right is a Longhorns fan. <laughs> yep, it's all over. Sorry, John, you're cursed. By the way. Since we're on the topic of Houston, right, the Rockets just made their pick. I believe that they have another pick, Callan. Is that right? Next? No, that was their last pick of back-to-back -back selections. Let me just say this. The Rockets jerseys, these ones from the old days, these might be the best OG NBA jerseys out there. I mean, my goodness. Uh, look at this. No, it looks like Marvel. It looks like Marvel. No. Shout out Stephen Wang for getting me one of those, by the way. I, I don't know. I mean, you have the Bucks going from green and white to purple and green. You have the Suns and the and the uh, the my favorite is still in my closet. My Steve Nash nineteen ninety six rookie year with the streaking sun across the front. You know the Clippers when they were in San Diego, they were powder blue and orange when they were here for those five years or six years being here. Sacramento at one point, uh, Golden State. I mean, I don't know, Isaiah. Houston's uni's not that blue, Isaiah, but the one that's got the giant planet with the ball 
uh, with the ball being the planet and the rocket circling the plan- the, uh, the planet when with, they had Akeem and uh, Steve Francis and those guys. Isaiah, there is no freaking way that is the close colors to Marvel. What is wrong with that ridiculous, stupid thing that you just said? You disrespecting Marvel, even though you didn't know who Stanley was. Christy Wilson, by the way, Christy Wilson says, I thought that the Rocket Unis, when they won their back-to-back titles, were pretty cool. That was when they were red and gold. Those were pretty good. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. With that in mind, though, guys, the L.A. Clippers are making their They're like McDonald's, titles. red and gold. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> the Los Angeles Clippers select Quentin Grimes from the University of Houston. So a guy from Houston heading to the Clippers, but guys going to the New York Knicks instead of the Clippers. Another guard for the Knicks? Why? Trade bait, <laughs> probably. They already drafted a guard, and you have a veteran in Derek Rose. What is the point? Isaiah's doing quick math in his head. What do you got, Isaiah? Uh, yes, Isaiah I was just, I was just thinking. The Pelicans are stocking up on guards. The, the Knicks the are apparently Knicks are stocking up on guards. Is the NBA going to be an all-guards league? Is forwards and centers going to be? To you because we basically said that on the draft show last season. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, that's what – I mean, I can't wait, like, maybe two more picks in for Callen to walk off the set and be like, another guard! Oh, my God! I mean, I, I, I mean, I would love to, but, guys, I have a very small, very important household member in my lap tonight, so I really can't do that, so – I can't. I can't react like that tonight, sadly, because I, I have I have my four-legged child in my lap today on the draft show. Christy, I agree. Knicks are becoming a very guard-heavy team. I think, though, as well, though, John, much like a lot of the NBA teams are now, they're very driven by guards. I'd be curious to see how that how that affects their defensive play next year. I'd be definitely be watching the Knicks, and uh, hopefully, uh, Dean isn't too stressed out about the Knicks next year. Trevor, do you think that maybe that uh, Tom Thibodeau has a say about what about what pieces that they've been drafting because of how his offense style is? Probably, because you know coaches you need you know are assembling the team and have a reason why they select players. But at the same time, why so many guards? Are you trying to just guard water only? Come on now. I mean, Apparently he so. he did own the town Timberdome back in a. Uh... When Timmy Turner was a kid, so I mean he's Doug Dividome, home of Doug Dividome, owner of the Nipsey Dividome. <laughs> yep. What a guy. Well now I'm I'm kinda uh, curious so what he's putting on that hat. I mean, that that has to be a pain in the butt. But that's I mean not, Doug Dividome, owner of the Dimsdale Dividome. Now if you get me a white cowboy hat, John, then no, I'll yes. Doug Dim <laughs> Yeah. I'll get a white suit. <laughs> Yes. That'll be your no. Halloween costume this year. <laughs> yeah. I need a good, uh, nice gray mustache. Mm. Uh, you got this last brisket, my man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Char- All right, guys. By the way, are on the clock, but we are currently in a commercial break right now as we have gone off the rails. But again, Mr. Mabry, this is what happens every show on MI6. <laughs> what, especially, Chris, like we had yeah. the. Uh, that New Year's thing with me and Trevor for the, like the last 20, 30 minutes because he had nothing to talk about. We compared SpongeBob characters to MI6 people and see who's who. What? And Marvel characters to who. Uh, that was who hilarious because I, I was sitting backstage for the whole show and it was I was laughing hysterically behind the scenes here. We're trying yeah. to think like Trevor, who would uh, comparing to uh, SpongeBob to one of the people here on the network? I wonder who it would be. 
Mm. Well, I'm definitely SpongeBob because I'm yeah. glad you acknowledged that because Pride is the killer of people. What? Now Isaiah is SpongeBob, and we'll deal with that later. Sorry, I, I thought he was Patrick. <laughs> Wait, well, he's both. I don't know because Trevor called me Larry the Lobster. Yeah, uh, last year. That's right, dude. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I mean, yeah. you know. Well, then who's in Mr. Krabs' name? Steven. Mm. Steven. Yep. Okay. When he was on his stock phase talking about stocks twenty four seven. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Christy, uh, John and I are working on that. Uh, we, we are so, coming back though soon. We let, are let me, back soon though. So Christy, things have happened and this is what, uh, in life. I plan to get my own apartment here in Austin and something better came up. I'm moving to Houston in the next two and a half weeks. And so after that is set up, late August, I'll be in moving with my brother. And then by the time September comes around, we'll have Shang-Chi. We'll have a lot of the What If series to come. Plenty of commentary coming your way, believe me. We're not here. We didn't end it. Um, I thought about that at once because, again, plans plans change. And uh, moving to Houston, moving from my parents, or out of my parents' place. So it is coming back. It's just taking the... Life happens. That's all we have to say. Yeah, we will be back for Loki, even uh, the Black Widow film. Uh, Shang-Chi, yeah. Hawkeye, you name it. Plenty of that is coming, folks. Again, just uh, for me and John right now, uh, life kind of uh, outweighing uh, being here to talk Marvel Comics right now. But uh, not to you know, not to worry. No, no, no need to fret. We will be back, though, very, very shortly as we await, uh, guys, our next selection in the NBA draft being done by the Denver Nuggets, who are, again, coming off of uh, back-to-back uh, playoff appearances and uh with that in mind, Isaiah, what do you believe is the biggest need for the Nuggets going forward for this draft? Someone to perhaps uh, back up Jamal Murray? What do you think? I feel like they need another guard because Jamal Murray tore his ACL, I believe, in late April or mid-April. So he's probably not going to be back until like – probably not going to be back until at least like February or March of next season because it t- takes like a year for you to come back from a torn ACL. So I – you think another guard would be uh, wise for Denver, um, and I would say probably another, probably another like shooting guard or small forward because Michael Porter Jr. that he hasn't really, or he it's not his fault because he's always getting benched uh, by Mike Malone and he's not really getting that much playing time. So I think that Denver needs another guard or another small forward. Shout out, uh, shout out to our good man, Ishmael Lancaster, uh, joining us here. Don't worry, Ishmael. We nearly missed the first overall pick tonight. So we uh, got sidetracked with that. Here's the Nuggets pick. I like that name. Uh, the nickname. I love it. VCU, Bones Highland to Denver. All righty. So uh, certainly uh, you got to appreciate, fellas, a guy who wants to be called by his nickname. Right, Isaiah? Sorry Mr. about that. His name but... is Mr. Higgins now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Anytime a guy wants to be called by his nickname, I applaud. First of all, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry, Isaiah. Where do you get Higgins from Huggies? They're called Huggies. John, ask and you shall receive. Isaiah's name has been changed to Mr. Higgins. <laughs> I don't know what my nickname would be, but Travis is uh, Captain Williams. And so Captain Chris is Crispy Bacon. <laughs> so Chris is Crispy Bacon. Um, yes. <laughs> I, 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 the fact, Chris, that you have put that as your nickname, 
on the program is on your coast to coast program is absolutely amazing, my man. It's awesome. I don't know about Thanks. the other shows, but he seems to do it. Maybe just on the sport on the uh, round table. I don't know about the other programs. No, I've done it. I've done it pretty much on all the shows. That's okay. amazing. Who that like crispy bacon? crispy oh, bacon is a great nickname, for sure. Hey. Believe me, I've been called worse. So if that's how you get called, I'm pretty sure you'd be good to go. Yeah. Some words you can't say on the air because you're the oh, good man. So, fellas, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, the hometown Nets who are hosting the draft are on the clock. And certainly, uh, John, you know, super team built. But, again, like I usually say, they don't usually work out right away. Harden, Durant, Blake Griffin, uh, you know, Joe, you know, uh, uh, you know, and, and all those guys uh, playing there with Brooklyn. And certainly, you know, I give all my respect, though, to my man Steve Nash, and first-time NBA head coach. Yeah, he was you know, looked upon as an afterthought. You know, Durant and Irving were saying we don't need a head coach, and he certainly – did his best to kind of keep that team afloat, though, and kind of keep them in the right direction. And certainly, uh, you know, you kind of wonder, though, uh, John, the direction of his ball club after that season they had last year and getting all those big names on their roster, but flaming out, though, to Brooklyn and, or uh, flaming out, though, to, to uh, Milwaukee in seven games. Are we seeing a potential shift in the NBA pending any injuries or pending if the Brooklyn Nets are fully healthy based on what happened with the Bucks this year? Or is it maybe because of COVID? I don't know. Yeah. Because it's always, I'm not saying it is, but. I would rather see teams moving forward, more teams that win the championship, not be super teams. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I get sick of that. And that's why I kind of got sick of baseball for the most part. And that's why it was really interesting in these finals because it finally wasn't a super team and finally two small market teams. But, I mean, if Brooklyn Nets are fully healthy next year, okay, this is a big if, it's what if, no pun intended. But if they're fully healthy, I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't go to the championship. Or Trevor, I do – Trevor, I do think, though, that a little bit, though, I blame, though I don't want to blame it on it, though, but I do blame team chemistry because, again, you're trying your best to, you know, build this super team and, you know, guys that have not played with each other before, though, and stuff like that. Like, how is this really going to work, though? And I thought it worked great, though, for the regular season. But certainly, though, I think they were exposed, though, in flashes, plus, though, again, losing Harden. So I think, though, chemistry and health, though, would be the big thing for Brooklyn next season. Well, it definitely was because, like, didn't they only play, like, 20 games together out of a – 72 game season so it's like you have no chemistry in 20 games and you think you're going to win an nba championship but i if that happens then the league is broken number one if that ever happens if you only play 20 games with your elite superstar dream team and you win a title then it's like your conference was way too easy and like on top of that it's like this team is on the older side it's not like what we've seen for other super teams where it's like Oh, these superstars are in their prime and they're all getting together. These are like a bunch, I wouldn't say misfits, but it's like superstars are past their prime saying we got to win a ring before we retire. That's basically what it's equivalent to right now. Chris, what do you make about this more so? What do you believe is the biggest uh, issue plaguing the Nets next season? Team chemistry or health or both? I would think both. You need health, you need to be healthy, but. Chemistry is kind of the number one thing, too. They're both the number one, so it just kind of depends on what they're need, needing to do. Isaiah, what do you believe? Chemistry, health, or both? I think both. You know, they need to have uh, chemistry like we saw with the Clippers. You don't have chemistry no matter how much talent you have put together. It just won't work. And also, um, you know, they just need to be healthy. You know, I think that a fully healthy Brooklyn team would have won the championship this year not trying to disrespect milwaukee congratulations to milwaukee but 
I think that if- I mean, I, I've said Bucks and six for a, for a while. I'm going to stay with it. I think that's even debatable that if Kevin Durant or not Kevin Durant, it was was it Kyrie, Kyrie and Harden were both hurt. If Kyrie and Harden were both healthy and in that series, I think the, uh, the that series wouldn't even have gone seven games. Probably would have gone like six games, and it would have been over. And I think the Brooklyn Nets would have run rough sod over the uh, rest of the NBA. But they do got to deal with that new Lakers big three now, fellas. Like, let's not forget about you know the Westbrook, LeBron, AD big three. Uh, you're probably you're gonna have like guys that are used to playing on like big contracts probably sign veteran minimums to play with that big three one name to look out for is jj reddick there's reports that he might be willing to take a veteran minimum contract to join the lakers and that would be a huge boost for lebron james russell westbrook anthony davis and co now in hollywood and certainly a great spot up three-point shooter speaking of great uniforms by the way guys i saw two guys right here guy wearing the old blue uh tie-dye blue and red for the nets Ooh. Another one of the best uniforms in NBA history, if you ask me. I made it. Oh, let's see who the Nets pick. So yes. certainly the hometown team picking in their home venue again. The Nets, as usual, hosting the NBA draft at Barclays Center. Cam Thomas Ooh. may be out of LSU, perhaps heading to Brooklyn. We'll see what the pick Ooh. will be as we are down to the final three picks of our draft show. Wanted to quickly say hello to our good man, Brandon Herrera from Coast to Coast, also tuning in tonight for the program here this evening as we await the Nets. Here comes the commish. With the 27th pick in the 2021 NBA draft, the Brooklyn Nets select Cameron Thomas. Cameron Thomas out of LSU heading to Brooklyn and getting already a great ovation from the faithful on hand at Barclays Center. And thank you, Brandon, for roasting Isaiah. Is Isaiah smoking something again? Lakers Big Three, please, more like the Big Three in the hospital. Exactly. Russell Roostrick, the way he plays, is just like Saquon Barkley in the NFL. You're basically, the way you play, you're going to get injured sooner or later. Another guy got taken, Cal. Isaiah, do you care to respond to Mr. Herrera? When healthy, I'm taking the Lakers right now over the field. When healthy, Russ, AD, and LeBron James, I'm taking the Lakers over the field. And let me point out, folks, when the Suns were up 2-0, this was Isaiah after they were up two games to none. But in the end, I mean, I've said Bucks and Six for a, for a while. I'm going to stay with it for the culture, Isaiah. But Cal, um, I want to say something about the Clippers. You know, when the you know the Clippers, I think they picked that uh, that kid from Houston, and then they traded him to New York. What are you doing, Steve Ballmer, Ty Lue, and the Clippers organization? I, I honestly Tyler, don't understand. This guy is what you need if Kawhi Leonard leaves which is becoming increasingly likely if he leaves you could slot him in as the shooting guard or the small forward and he could take or he could take some of the load of production off of Paul George he was one of the best scorers in the ACC conference this past season with Houston he was the ACC player of the year what are Isaiah, they play in the AAC, not the ACC. Dude, Isaiah, and also let me make this very abundantly clear. I have some big news coming from somebody. Uh, let me make sure. Oh, yeah, Bucks and Six. But I mean, I've said Bucks and Six for a, for a while. I'm going to stay with it.
The Clippers are the most dumbest organization in all of sports. You have a guy that won not the year. Player oh, of the year. He's a star in the making, and you trade him away. This is exact exactly why the Clippers will always be the second team in Los Angeles. And here, Kendrick Perkins called the uh, Bucks the dumbest team in NBA history. But who got the ring this year? Thank you very much, Mr. Actually, Perkins. Actually, it's funny how he criticizes a lot of teams he plays, but yet he errors less than seven, eight points a game in his career. So I don't know why he's talking this much trash. Let alone he criticizes the team that is also sharing the L.A. market, too, as well, which I find hysterical as well. Uh, with that, though, guys, the Philadelphia 76ers are now on the clock at 28, getting ready to wrap up our coverage here after the 30th pick is made by the Utah Jazz. Again, the Suns, uh, the Sixers, Suns, and the Jazz, and then we will be off the air to uh, catch our breath before we get to our WST one-year special. Uh, Christy Wilson also says, uh, sorry, Isaiah, there are other teams in pro sports who are dumber than the L.A. Clippers. For example, the Oakland Athletics in Major League Baseball. Or maybe certain teams in, like, Dallas or the Cavs. Oh, wait, sorry. Trey hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Turner is coming, Callan. Book it. Uh, no. Calm he, down, Mr. Higgins. He's going somewhere else, sadly. It's not San Diego, apparently. So with that in mind, again, folks, we are awaiting the pick of the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, 28th overall pick, round one, pick 28. Uh, obviously, John, the Sixers uh, got to the playoffs, man, but certainly uh, fell apart, though, at the worst possible time. They are the, – uh, what direction do you go for the 76ers? Because you said, trust the process, trust the process, trust that she'll get better, she'll treat you better, bullhog. How did that process work out for Philadelphia now? The only thing maybe good about Philadelphia, maybe is at best is their Philly cheese stick, if even that at best. You say, trust the process. Now you're supposedly one of your star players is going to be traded, and you're looking to trade him. And you're almost as delusional as Thanos or as Isaiah – when it comes to the NBA, how did how did that trust in the process work now? Because now this 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 tells teams that <laughs> how, if you want to win, you want to rebuild, do the exact opposite of the 76ers. Brandon Herrera writes in to say, "Dumber teams in the LA Clippers, the Minnesota Vikings, Twins, Wolves, Wild, and any team." Isaiah Leung cheers <laughs> for. Oh boy. Here's you, here's Matt, there's you there. That may be the greatest Isaiah Roast Alcorn of all time in a year plus of doing programming here on MI6. How's that feel, Mr. Higgins? No comment. Exactly. No, no, no. Because you can you you talk trash to us and say we can't take the heat, but then yet you fall under pressure more than crispy bacon does. After and hey, easy on crispy bacon now. Buddy. I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about actual crispy bacon. Crispy bacon is actually good. But Big B, I agree with you about those teams: the Clippers, the Vikings, the Twins, the Wolves, the Wild, and but. Not that last part, because we here actually have rings on our fingers, man. I bring rings. Like I told uh, the guy that <laughs> when you we, when when you, 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 no, 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 no. Isaiah, why should we hire you? No. I said simple, because every time 
Isaiah, the reason why your teams have so many rings is because you root for every single team. Thank you. Christy Wilson, comment of the year from Big B. And Brandon saying, <laughs> thank you. So Isaiah gets picked up and body slammed by Coast to Coast again. Absolutely love it as we await this 76ers draft pick here. Three more to go before we're done for the night here, folks. As uh, actually a quick development, fellas. The Suns are giving that pick to the Nets. As a reminder, that was actually Isaiah trade made earlier on in the uh, earlier on in the day. The Landry Shamit one, I think. From the University of Tennessee. Jaden Springer, Rocky Top again, drafted in round number one. The guard. Another guard heading to Philadelphia, PA here tonight. And also, Christy says, please don't forget about the 49ers in regards to uh, teams that Isaiah roots for. Then again, he roots for every team in every sport, essentially, maybe, in some way. And maybe a certain NFL or NFC team that had a good uh, uh, scholarship deal with Blockbuster. Oh, wait. I think we know what people talk about. I don't even have to say that. Thank you. As we, in fact, folks, go... Uh, Nearly there, but we do, in fact, have a commercial break here. As, in fact, again, folks, a quick disclaimer here about the uh, Suns pick. That is actually going, Isaiah, I believe, to Brooklyn in exchange for Landry Shamit done earlier in the day on Thursday. Yeah, um, that was a good trade by the Phoenix Suns. They get more shooting. They got a guy that can stretch the floor. And also uh, they get a guy that, you know, is a really pretty good defender as well. So I do like that trade for the Phoenix Suns. I think it's an underrated trade for the Phoenix Suns. Um, but for the Brooklyn Nets, you know, I don't know why you would give up on him. I mean, you do need shooting besides your big three of Durant, Irving, and Harden. So I, I don't really know about that for the, the Nets. Maybe they're trying to clear up cap. Because I know they're they, – Isaiah, by the way, you're being asked by Mr. Herrera, how many rings has your team won since you were born? Let's see. Too many. Lakers won uh, 2008. No, they lost in 2008, then they won in 2009. Thank you. Give me, give me a second. I need to do some math here. I need to be like John Clayton. Isaiah the loses again. Isaiah loses again. Uh, Brandon, this will take forever, and we may have to wait till the one-year special for Wild Sports Talk to keep drilling Mr. Lee Young as we have two more picks left. But again, we are right now, folks, in a commercial break. Uh, and uh, Callum McClurg, John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, Chris Mabry from Coast to Coast, and uh, Mr. Isaiah No Rings Lee Young joining us here tonight on this Thursday night to again watch and react live to the NBA draft, round number one only for us to keep an eye on here tonight. And again, folks, coming up in roughly an hour and change. Again, the MI6 Sports Network's Wild Sports Talk will celebrate one full year of coverage here. Myself, John Alcorn, and also with Isaiah Leung and some other special guests joining you to relive one full year of WST. But also as well, uh, break some very, very huge news, though, from the MI6 Sports Network as well later on here tonight. As we, in fact, wait on the selection made here by the uh, Brooklyn or by the uh, Suns, I should say, sending this pick to the Nets, I should say, as we, in fact, folks, approach three hours. And here we are again, John and Trevor, back where we started on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, flashback three hours. Oh, Dude, no. Trevor, I think I've done I've done hundreds of shows. 
But I think that one specifically, I don't think I could ever forget. The only good thing, though, uh, Trevor and John, we have reinforcements from coast to coast joining that special this year. Thank God. You know, I, I can sleep and have my beauty sleep finally. <laughs> oh, beauty sleep. I'm sorry. You didn't have No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but, no, dude, I was afraid on that special, though, Cal, that I was going to run out of stuff to say after, like, 40, 30, 40 minutes. I was like, this is going to be really cringeworthy episode. But it, it worked out. We talked some cartoons. And Captain uh, Williams did pretty hey, well. Hey, you made it work. But you guys got through all the topics. Even Isaiah and I got through all the topics and stuff like that. And, you know, but it was great, though, again, that you guys were able to uh, relive uh, the past about being here. And, again, we're going to do that again. No sports talk coming up, folks, on that one-year special. We're going to be talking exclusively about uh, Wild Sports Talk. It's one year. But, again, uh, other huge news, though, from both uh, – WST, but from the network, but also big news from Mr. Alcorn after the draft concludes as well. So, again, stick around for that huge news as the program does, in fact, conclude here as we, in fact, get ready to go back to Brooklyn and wrap up the uh, coverage here of our uh, NBA draft special here tonight as we have a, a message being aired by Mr. Kevin Hart right now to all the draftees before we get back to having the Suns uh, select and then the Utah Jazz close out shop. Then I can go and Eat some pizza and enjoy some downtime before we, in fact, have that. Uh, before we, in fact, have the uh, one-year special for Wild Sports Talk coming up at roughly 9:30 this evening on the West Coast. Come on, land that cartwheel! Yes. So now we have gone from Isaiah watching the A's to watching the Olympics, apparently. Also, the network says that Isaiah should change his name legally to Higgins and not Leung. I approve. With that in mind, though, guys, back over to the draft board we go as the Suns are making this pick, but sending this pick to the Brooklyn Nets. Two more to go, and we're nearly done for the night. Hopefully it's that kid from North Carolina, because I love me some Tar Heels, you know, that always get drafted. Hopefully it's him or uh, maybe that Butler kid. And a lot of proposed trades, though, folks, as we've said, though, throughout the course of the night here. Again, a lot of moves have been consummated throughout the course of the draft special here. As we still await the selection here to be made by the uh, by the Suns. By the way, is that the guy that plays uh, – is that the guy that played the guy from State Farm? No. No, I can do no idea, Isaiah, because we're not concerned about that. How the fart do you get that guy confused from the guy from State Farm? Isaiah loses again. Isaiah loses again. Now, mind here's you, folks, pick. He here's, the pick. here's the pick. 2021 NBA draft. The Phoenix Suns select Dayron Sharp from the University of North Carolina. But Sharp is going to be heading to the Brooklyn Nets, Isaiah. I don't know why you're celebrating. It's three times you've celebrated. It's not going to your team. What? Isaiah loses again. Hey, doesn't matter. Isaiah North loses again. Isaiah loses again. A North Carolina kid gets selected, so it's good, man. But again, you're celebrating when he got picked by the Suns. He's going to Brooklyn. He's not going to your beloved Phoenix Suns, sir. I think it's a good pick because, like, uh, like, uh, forget her her name that just said. I think 
It doesn't matter what you think. He's going to Brooklyn, not going to Phoenix. And he's celebrating. It's a good pick for feet or for Brooklyn, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Chris, how is this legally possible? We just said. <laughs> how is that possible? We just said. He's not going I've done to Phoenix. Tris is out of words. Trevor's out of words. Isaiah had word. an error message. Yeah, he still processed and said, yes, this is going to the Suns. Holy Toledo. That's basically Isaiah right now. My bad, fellas. My bad. Oh, gosh. I mean, I thought last year's show was bad, but my goodness, that guy in square five is ruining it right now. Imagine in year three. Oh, you're going to get any worse. <laughs> That's going to be in person, right? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Oh, I can't wait to do it in Vegas now, guys. God, I'm, I'm done. Ron Williams. Do what? I was going to say Roy Williams. I said Ron Williams. But what? Shout out to Roy Williams. Isaiah. I surrender. I am over this. I, I will drive down from Houston. <laughs> Find where you are and slap it. You know, I, I, I'm gonna stick this. I'm gonna sit this pick out. I'm waving the white flag. I'm gonna go turn on the oven and get my pizza warmed up because of Isaiah's utter lunacy. So I'll be back in about ten minutes. All righty. Enjoy, enjoy your cooking. Yeah, folks, you with Callum third, but uh, this is Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah, the Utah getting this pick here. I think the final third, uh, 30th pick in the first round of the NBA draft. Then we'll, I'll be curious, though, with Trevor. Yeah. Um, these This last 29, or potentially about to be 29 picks, which one to you has been like a surprise or like, wait, there's no way I thought this guy would have gone to this team or been traded to this team? It's the ones that Isaiah gets wrong. I think those are the most surprising. <laughs> I mean, are we surprised? I mean, are we surprised? Not, Probably we're not. We're not surprised he's gotten them wrong, but which ones he's gotten wrong over and over and over mm -hmm. and over. But to you, Crispy Bacon, uh, just with your, one of your first draft shows here on the MI6 Sports Network, but out of all these teams and uh, players that have been drafted or traded, which one to you has probably been like the biggest surprise so far? Ooh, I'm not sure. I kind of kind of had time to look them up, but. I'm sure there's probably one out there that people are looking at going, why were, why were he drafted there? But I, totally, I just can't personally point him out. Totally, I agree with me. I don't watch that much basketball at all in any way, shape, or form here. But I think the pick should be in here in just a minute. I'm just so thankful that the Cavs did not trade. Colin Sexton beginning, folks. The pick is in. Solicit Utah Jazz and Mr. Commissioner, not the one from where Batman lives, but the one here, not <laughs> Gotham City, but the one here tonight for the draft show. Commissioner should be coming up 
here in just a moment. But uh, Trevor, looking at you, what do you think is the biggest need for the Utah Jazz with this pick? I want to say getting a guard as bad as I want to see. don't want a guard trade to start, but I think that's what they really need. Or a secondary big man to reduce the minutes. Is it safe to come back? Yes, we, it, the pick it, is yeah, in. Yes, it is. In NBA draft, the Utah Jazz select Sante Aldama from Las Palmas, Spain, and Loyola University, Maryland. Wow, Loyola Maryland. 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 But this is going to Memphis, fellas. It's not going to Utah. It's going to Memphis. Like we said, don't poke the bear. To the fans here at the Barclays Center. So Adam Silver's night is done. Mark Tatum will take over. The defending champs are up next, but folks, we are done for the night here on our programming coverage. With that now, guys, like we usually do, into some, if not all, of our final thoughts. Not like we're out of the woods yet anyway. We have one more show to go in about an hour and change, though, as, uh, again, folks, I want to thank uh, John and uh, Trevor, Isaiah, and Chris for hanging around here on the program. Uh, John, uh, glad that you were aboard for the second time doing the uh, uh, NBA draft special. John, but your final thoughts for tonight's program or what? Between this, the NFL one and the NBA, despite me loving the NFL and I love football, this one was more fun because of the things that Isaiah said I didn't realize he said because he didn't turn <laughs> off his microphone. So that's definitely good. He'd be with Captain Williams, the Beardless Ginger, Mr. Higgins, Christy Bacon, and of course, Agent McClurg and other announcements coming soon. Uh, we'll, we'll let John have the floor in a moment. Uh, Trevor, uh, final thoughts as you sit through your second uh, draft extravaganza here on MI6. You know, I need to find a way to stop yawning on these long programs. I'm like, y'all going to start counting on how many times I yawn in an episode. And it's going to be like, whoever, you know, figures out the correct number, we should just give them a gift for figuring out how many times I yawn during a special program. Over under, I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Chris, we thank you for hanging out, man. And on behalf of Coast to Coast, along with your good man, Adam Barber, any final thoughts, man? Thank you guys for having us, and uh, it was a fun draft, a lot of trades, and good luck to everybody who was drafted. Oh, absolutely. With that, Mr. Higgins, over to you. Man, what a great draft show, man. Uh, Are you sure think... about that because you because of all the blunders that you had to sit through the night? That's why you got that nickname. Uh, you no, know, it's because it was fun. You know, it was fun. I mean, it started out great earlier in the day with, you know, me and Callan and John are talking on the phone. We're talking about Buddy Heald, and all of a sudden, like less than 30 seconds later, Sham Sharania comes out. Lakers are in, in serious talks for Russell Westbrook. So uh, it's, it was a crazy start to the day. It ended crazily. It was amazing. Uh, shout out to all the fans for tuning in. Christy Wilson. Um, I believe we had James Gonzalez as well. Tune in. Brandon Herrera, thanks for tuning in as well. Ishmael. Um, and also, I think that Edward Lee, I think, is, yeah, uh, the one that I forgot. But uh, shout out to all the fans for tuning in. You know, we love the – thanks for all the love and the support from you guys. Uh, shout out to Ace, Chris. I think we had Laurel as well the two, uh, that came on from coast to coast as well as John, Trevor, and Callan. It was a fun, fun program. And, uh, you know – I would I'll say this, you know, we we mocked Detroit for or I mocked Detroit for a long time. Yeah, not, not us, you. Yeah. You did. I mocked this is not a marriage. 
When you do something, we don't count in that conversation. I I mocked Detroit for a while going into this draft, and I gotta say, you know, the Red Wings did. Wow. <laughs> the Red Wings. How? Red... How? 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 Is this legally? Red Wings. What? How? 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 Here's you, here's me, there's you, there. Did I do that? How Good is night. this possible? Like, Isaiah. Shout out to the for actually making a good move. And Trevor, shout out to your Orlando Magic for getting the guy that I wanted. You guys got an absolute steal. Looking forward to him playing in Orlando and, you know, just having a great year and ball it out. So that that's my that's my final thoughts. But congratulations. Thoughts here. How, how do we get to hockey? <laughs> how is that even legally possible? Come on. <sighs> I like this comment right here though, Callan says saying we need an Isaiah or Isaiah Higgins blooper reel. I'm getting more coffee right now. I, I need it. Dude, no, no, no you do not. <laughs> apparently coffee doesn't help because you've had the most Higgins moments I've seen since I have officially known y'all next week. Thank you, James. Year. Isaiah is out of control. We've gone off the rails. I'll keep it short, folks. Uh, but with that, though, actually, serious note, though, John, I know you have a big announcement you wanted to break here on the program. We'll let you have the floor. I'm really glad I didn't quit working in sports podcasting due to last year. There is a guest that I obviously, you know, obviously sent a DM to, to him or somebody from like years ago. You're not going to hear from them. This is a DM. Like they have hundreds of thousands of followers. But like we tell people here, shoot your shot, look stupid, look silly, have people embarrassing yourselves. But this is a person that I've looked up to in the industry, not because of their followers or how many people they have, because of who they are as a person. But this Saturday at 12.45 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will have Chris Broussard joining the show to talk all things NBA draft, his career, and the NFL season here. So, and Chris Broussard coming on the show, it's still a, it's still really cool. People like Isaiah when they had Mike Yama, people that you watch for a very long time, getting to have them on the show. It just shows that, well, number one, like the sports industry, like you don't look stupid. I know it looks like it now that, oh my gosh, look at the guests you're getting. Remember, there's still about 560 that said no and only 12 percent say yes again chris broussard will be joining the show this saturday at 12 45 p.m central standard time and then at 2 30 we will have the darren smith interview live actually at on august 3rd so again folks uh john bringing on one of the best in the business uh chris broussard coming on that he got over money sports network coming up very shortly uh, over the course of the next couple of days. With that, folks, we are out of time for our NBA draft coverage. But again, folks, don't go anywhere. Coming up roughly within the next hour and a half, we'll have ourselves the one-year Wild Sports Talk anniversary special. No sports talk, sitting back, relaxing, and talking about everything involving WST. And also, folks, we have another huge announcement coming your way later on in the evening, folks. So you will not want to miss that coming up at about 9.30 Pacific time. But again, folks, great night with the fellas once more. But again, for John Alcorn, Trevor Williams, our good man, Chris P. Bacon, a.k.a. Chris Mabry from Coast to Coast Entertainment, and Isaiah Higgins-Leung, yours truly, Cal McClurg, saying goodnight. But again, folks, Wild Sports Talk, one-year special, 
on the way. It's on deck in about an hour and a half, right back here inside of the MI6. Sports folks, take care and so long. Till next time, bye-bye.